you for like an hour. <laughs> Honestly, any any sort of living that, uh, like, in just enough to live in a crappy apartment, pay my bills, and play music, slash yeah. make, record music, whatever, yeah. anything like that, I'd be happy. Yeah. I'd be so happy with that. And, like... You don't want, like, any I, fame I from it or anything? I mean, you don't care? I mean, cool, it'd be cool, but honestly, like, it just my comes main with goal it. is to just live off of it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be lived comfortably or... This is episode 20 of the Take a Seat podcast. Actually, yeah, it is 20. 20 fucking episodes. It is pretty late. That's why I'm not talking too loud. Um, on this episode, I had Brad Kearsley. Kier- I'm pretty sure it's Kearsley. Um, yeah, I never met him before today, and then we ended up talking for three hours. That's And if you... Just, just about music. He's a musician. He plays for about... He played, what is his, having them down, um, Four Block Walk, and his new band, uh, Carpool Tunnel Band, let me make sure that's what its name is, his new band's really, really good, he's a very ambitious kid, doesn't seem to give a fuck about anything else other than music, which is why I think he's gonna be pretty, yeah, Carpool Tunnel Band. Yeah, um, yeah, he's an ambitious kid, just doesn't give a fuck. He told me he spends all his money on fucking everything about music, which is, which is pretty damn cool. And, obviously, because I talked for three hours about it, um, there's gonna be a clip, some, we had, um, I had my YouTube going on my TV during it at some points, where I wanted to show him certain stuff, so you're gonna hear some, um, clips in the background you might be i i think you'll be able to hear him kind of i'm sorry if that's annoying but um yeah hopefully you can get through all of it i think you if you like music you will i'll go by in a second um that's a good thing about these podcasts you're just talking and literally just hours go by and it's like what the fuck we started at 1 30 and i think we ended at like 4 24 and now nine o'clock and I'm recording the intro but yeah take a listen to it it's pretty good he's a good he's a he if you know him you understand how much he he's wired differently when it comes to music but uh yeah let's get into the episode episode 20 of the take a seat podcast okay okay bye Oh, 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 oh,
can tell you what he loves the most Sponsored, right? Yeah. So oh, and we're, whenever we're, we're already recording. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I so that, it on. <laughs> that that thing is like a toy, dude. It's it's unbelievable. I get to play that all the time. But it's a uh, so it's got it has like fat cat P90s, which are Seymour Duncan's, mm-hmm. and then it's just a uh, alder body, and it's a shape of like a jazz master. Yeah. And so basically, I run that into uh, either. An uh, orange OR15, which is those like, amps are sick. Yeah, those things are really great. It's like for kind of the punk tone, and then if mm-hmm. I from my other bands, I usually use like the Marshall, I have the Marshall DSL15, which okay. is also tube. So yeah, between those and my pedal board, I have like enough tones. To what play. pedals do you use? <sighs> well, what try to what kind of sound are you trying to like get? Do you do you differ from your bands like? Yeah, yeah. So like um, for carbon tone, mm-hmm. I usually go for like a more clean tone. Mm-hmm. And more on like the the spongier side, yeah. You know, like where a strap has that edge of a sponge, mm-hmm. kind of like that. And then I have like a little bit of breakup with delay and reverb. So I have like a it's an Echo Brain. It's made by TZ Pedals. And okay. then I have a Tone City. Um, uh, it's called the Spring Fever. And that thing is like... I think I've heard... I think I've seen that. Like yeah, it's like a boutique friend. pedal. Yeah. It's, it's super nice. And then I bought that thing. It was like... It's a pretty expensive pedal. And then it didn't work. <laughs> and I was I was like... I spent like three hours till like 2 a.m. just trying to get it to work. And something was wrong with it. So I took it back the next day. But I was like... I was so mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I spent just dropped that money. And then like, oh my God, it doesn't work. Yeah. But yeah. But besides that, I have a wah pedal. Just a normal Dunlop. And then a Joyo tremolo pedal, mm-hmm. uh, harmonics Mini Clone, I think, which is a chorus pedal. And then they think that's it. And yeah. a tuner. Are you playing a... Well, you, you're you using your... Well, what guitar are you using right now? Are you using the one you just got Yeah, the Moniker, from? yeah. Okay. What, yeah. what brand is it? Moniker Guitars. Moniker. So they're from Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. How'd you get in contact with them? So I honestly was like, I wonder how much it cost to build a custom guitar because just for okay. like fun yeah, yeah, yeah my brother always talks about yeah that. and then um i i went to their website and i was like playing around with their designer tool and like i was like dude this is a really cool guitar and i was sending my friends like what if i got this and they're like holy that would be cool and like i was looking at tele designs and all that yeah and i played around with the Jazzmaster ones and at the top of the page there was like artists and then it was like i was like oh, i'll click on it see if anyone know and so there's a, a couple guys from the band the sword Mm-hmm. If they're like a metal band, but I used to listen to them. And then there's a there's a dude from Hippocampus, Hippocampus, which is like an indie band. And so I was recognizing all these names. I was like, oh crap! Like this is a pretty pretty big company. And then they also had like at the bottom was like apply for artist sponsorship. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And so I filled out this form online, and that was just like normal questions about uh, how long you've been in the band, how long or how many songs do you guys have like. Are you on these streaming sites? Have you been playing out See, of the like city? See, like you're legit and shit. Yeah, yeah. Just like a form that basically like sets up if you're 
qualifying, and mm-hmm. then I, I like everything that was like the max option, like I had. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And then so there's like anything else you want to tell us, and I was like, yeah, I have a studio, and I'm in a, in a couple other bands as well. And so they're like, all right, cool. I sent that off, and then they like give a scheduled phone call, just choose the date, and then I did. I had like a 45 minute talk with the guy. And then he's basically like, yeah, dude, sounds good. Like, we can get this going. Just, like, yeah. let me know the specs. And, like, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Okay. And I was just, like, on the phone, just, like, trying not to flip out. I'm like, all right, dude, like, sweet, I'll talk to you soon. And then just hung up. And I was like, all right. And that was, like, 10, 15 weeks ago. And yeah. so the guitar, like, from there was being built. And so, like, so they built it for shape. Yeah. It was, like, I designed it, and then... They were like, all right, we're cutting the wood, and they'd send mm-hmm. me updates, and it'd be like, we just cut your neck, we just cut your headstock, yeah. like, we just put 200 pegs on, we just painted it, all this stuff, and like, so I'm watching this go day by day, and then basically, I don't know, like, mid-June, late June, actually, it was supposed to come early June, I was out of town, so I didn't want it to come to my doorstep and just, yeah. like, chill there for a yeah, couple days. Yeah, it's kind of sketchy. <laughs> yeah, so, like, they were holding it for, like, a couple weeks, and then... Finally got it, and then it was it was like all was right, it perfect cool. for you. I had to get it set up. That was the thing, uh-huh. and then once that, it was like, yeah, like the best I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but you were playing a strat before that. Yeah, right? so I, I have an American Standard Stratocaster as well, which yeah. I got. That's a I got it used. It was a 2011 model. I got it in like 2014. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to talk about your band. So your okay. first one was Four Block Walk. Right? Yeah, and so I've been doing that since like eighth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what got, what got, what was the, what was like the moment you wanted to go start getting into music? Okay, well, I've, I've played guitar since fourth grade, mm-hmm. and then I played, I took lessons in fourth and fifth, and I just stopped playing from sixth grade and seventh grade, mm-hmm. and in eighth grade, I was really into sports, I was into like BMX, like as mm-hmm. every middle school was. I actually had a sponsorship for BMX <laughs> with a clothing company. Yeah. And then that... I, I, like, busted my knee, and then my other knee went bad, and then I had this thing called Oxford Slaughters, mm-hmm. which is the whole knee thing, yeah. and then um, I couldn't do anything sport-related for, like, a year, mm-hmm. so I just picked up How'd my How'd you car. break, what did you do to your knee? Was, I literally was, like, just riding my bike. And you just then, blew it out? Yeah, and then it basically just, like, popped, and, like, I couldn't bend it. You probably I was like, like, all right, this isn't good. Yeah. So I rode home one-footed, and then, like was like, alright, and then I tried to go into baseball, and then baseball screwed it up, and then I fractured my hip. All this happened yeah. like a year and a half. Yeah. And once your hip goes, it's kind of everything starts going <laughs> with it. Yeah, so I was like, screwed. I was on crutches for a couple of weeks, and then I couldn't play any sports, and I was like on painkillers, and then yeah. um, then I picked up a guitar again, and I was like, alright, well this is cool. Yeah. And then I started playing with uh, a couple friends. Uh, some guy learned drums as I was like picking guitar back up again. Mm-hmm. And then we started, like, a little band thing. And then uh, some guy, uh, I don't know if you know him, Patrick McKinnon, he, he moved in next door to me. And then he he moved in from the U.K. and he played drums. Mm-hmm. And he'd been playing for, like, eight years or, or seven did years. Did he go to our high school? Already. Yeah, he did. I think I probably yeah. saw him he, he moved. He, I think he's great under you. Mm-hmm. He's great above me. Was he the kid who moved back to the U.K.? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I've seen him around. Yeah, so. Get um, a sister, too. Rachel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he played drums, he came over one day, and he's really good, and then we're like, alright, this is cool, like, let's do something like this. So then we bought a couple microphones, an interface, and then, like, started just recording stuff. Yeah. 
and it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to start somewhere. It was really bad. It was under a different name, but I have it oh. on my computer. Yeah, but that's the thing about, like, just starting. I always, yeah. like, even my first, like, podcast, or God, they're shit. Yeah, dude. But, like, you just got you... <laughs> to start it to, like, yeah. start getting, like, your voice, start getting your, like, for exactly. you, like, your tone. Yeah. Start getting your rhythm and everything. Yeah, it was, like, it was just, like, straight up learning how to mix and produce music at the same time as learning how to write and record it. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it was terrible. And it was, like, a mixture between punk and funk music mm -hmm. <laughs> with no vocals. Was it just you two? No, it was, it was this other guy named Keegan who's in... Who's your singer right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that was the three of us, and we just went through a couple name changes and then, like, became Four Block Walk. We put a couple songs on SoundCloud. And then we got through, like, I don't know, like, four songs that were, like, pretty okay. And then... Like, we wrote one that was, that wasn't, like, we thought was okay, and then it was called Suburban Sanctuary, yeah. and that was, like, our song that we played everywhere, mm -hmm. and then basically went and recorded our first album over, like, a spring break. Yeah. And then we just well, you guys put it on your first one, you guys put a lot of songs out, right? Yeah, we put, we have, like, 18 songs, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the first album had, I think, nine, and, yeah. and that was just, like, because we didn't know what we were doing. No one, the thing is, there's, like, no music scene at all. And we were too young to be part of any music scene that was already yeah. there. And so... That's true about not, yeah. not really big music scene. Yeah, so we didn't know what we are doing. Like, we, like, usually you're supposed to put out, like, a single and then an EP and then to an album. Because no one's mm -hmm. going to listen to an album at first. Because mm -hmm. no one's going to be like, oh, I'm going to sit through this entire yeah. new band's but album. But did you guys have a vision of, like, what you guys were mm -hmm. doing? Or kind of really, like, dude. It was just... Yeah. It was just, like... I think there's good. Thing. That's good. But also, there's also... Like, I know Ed Sheeran. Yeah, he had an EP. Well, the thing about him was... If you listen to him on, I always tell people, he had an interview on Howard Stern a couple, like a month or two ago, and he had like his whole plan set up since he was like 16. He said he was going to, um, he said he wanted like five albums by like this year, and then like by like the end, he wanted like, uh, he wanted one live album, one like, one just acoustic album, yeah. and then he, at the end of that, he wanted to play like this certain show, and he said, after that, I'm going to put out these two EPs. And then I'm going to do, and then he That's says crazy. there's something, and then, uh, I'm not explaining it that well, because no, I don't yeah. remember it, cause I ever, but he said he's going to put out divide, like, I think it was like plus, and then multiply, and then divide, and they said, he said it's all, and he knows what he's going to do for the next five years. Did he like say that albums. before or after he had, like, a, a record label set up with him? Well, at the end of his first five labels, he got his record deal. Okay. And then he said, and that's what that was his plan the whole time. He's like, well, I'm gonna get this five. I'm gonna get the record deal. That's crazy. And then, he because he's very calculated too. Yeah, and um, he's. I was just saying like, cause if it, if he was if that was like the label's plan, then it would make a lot of sense. But no, he said he just put it in his mind. Like I'm going. <laughs> it's not like if I'm gonna get that done. It's like when I get this done. And he said at the end he went on tour with uh, Taylor Swift. And he's like yeah. at the end of this tour, I'm not gonna go on a six month tour just to be with Taylor Swift. He's like at the end of the six months. I want to play Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And he said, at the end of Madison Square Garden, the tour after that, I want to play, I want to become a stadium act. That's and he crazy. booked three in Wembley Stadium. And now he's doing his whole yeah. U.S. tour. Yeah. And then he said he's going to go, because he just took a year off before um, yeah, I didn't Dubai. Hear but he said, um, in that year, like he just, because I think he said like the fame got to him or something. Yeah. Or, and okay. then, I'm not doing what, like injustice at no, all. No, yeah. I mean, I'm getting an idea. And then, uh, but he has, like, basically his whole thing is just planned out. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> yeah. 
No, yeah, he. Well, I mean, he's a, like a really talented dude. So like, he I knew. think the best word is that is songwriting. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and if you see him live, like I'm going to see him tomorrow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is he? Where's he playing? Oracle. Okay. And then, um, uh, yeah, it's just him and his loop pedal. Dude, if you see yeah. it like live. Cool. If you watch, just watch him live, like each thing he does is like. Like, just for, like, the drum beat, yeah. he, like, hit his guitar. Yeah. And then, um, his brother's actually a uh, huge, uh, uh, classical musician. No way. Yeah. Is he classically trained? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he was, it's, I don't know. I think he, he, I think he just talked. So the thing I liked about, uh, his music is he's, like, talking. Yeah, it's weird. that's like, true. Like, he's singing, but he's still, there's, like, he's his there's a story and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I saw... With uh, your band, at first, your first album, it was, I thought your singer, your music, it was weird. I thought your music was good and your singing was good, but it wasn't going in together. Do you understand what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah, matching together. And then, same thing with your second one, but then you had that acoustic song. Oh, Cannonball? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I thought, okay, like, there's times where I was like, this singer reminds me exactly of Cake. Have you ever heard the really? Yeah, Kate? yeah, I'm really. And you know how he's a very like baritone. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he's literally like when he sings, he's like I'm not really saying I'm just talking. Yeah, yeah. And then your last album, the four song, yeah, I yeah, thought each song was like there's something to each one of these songs. Yeah. And there's, there's and then he started. You could see his voice got deeper. And yeah. I was like, hey, this kid is becoming <laughs> Kate. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then there's times where he's not when he's when he was like trying to like like a bravado on his voice yeah. and kind of like lack a little bit and then, I don't mean kind of critical no no but but when he was when he was just doing his like his voice just not trying to go high or low yeah. but his voice completely I was like that Kate. is something <laughs> like that is that's that's cake that's the beginning cake. of cake yeah and then and cake's huge cake, now cake is great do you know from Sacramento yeah yeah and then um yeah because if you listen to cake it's just Flat like, dude, just flat music. But they do it in but, such a brilliant yeah, way. Yeah, and and the instrumentals are insane though. Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. They have like eleven man band. <laughs> yeah, they're huge. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the um the EP that we did, we actually went down to um, SoCal to work with a producer as well in like a professional studio. So that one we had like help of, hey, these are the we sent them like eight songs. We were gonna mm-hmm. the plan was to do, just get in record each part and get through like as many songs as possible mm-hmm. and put out another album and then he's like hold on like I think if we sit, settle down on like three songs yeah and really work put on thought them, into those yeah then that's probably gonna be more worth it and we're like alright like cool well, like, we'll just try that and, like once you once we talk to him we're like yeah that makes sense yeah and so basically the other ones were all written the first album honestly the whole <laughs> the lyrics were written on the spot like so Patrick had this has this weird like talent of imagine freestyle rapping but you sing mm-hmm. like that's what he did. That's your sing is that was that your drummer right? Yeah, that was okay. the drummer. And so he would like write the entire album just freestyle it and like we'd be scribbling down the words as he goes and then we go back and edit it and then we just use the same melody or somewhat similar melody and then keep the general thesis mm-hmm. and then the second one had a little more meaning to it and then the last like the EP had like structure and everything and we actually thought everything through but definitely the first album was <laughs> I mean like I we, we've we wanted to take it down but, but it's I think it's good like, to have it there because you have, see your guys' like 
growth. There's like yeah, a I step, mean, and then there's a step to your next yeah. one, and then I think there, and then there's like a, there's a whole other step. Yeah. Like going back to what Ed Sheeran was saying, he's like, I'm after I'm done with all my uh, EPs and stuff, his beginning ones. He's like, I'm gonna why he called his first one add. He's like, I'm gonna add this to my like yeah. all my stuff, and then multiply. He called multiply. He's like, because I want to whatever I have, I'm gonna make myself huge. I'm gonna yeah. multiply myself out like this That's much. Great. And then That's he awesome. said he put divide out because he wanted to like put bring that out and break down each song and make each like he basically spent a year just making music, just sitting down and just traveling and That's just awesome. writing. And he wanted to make if you listen to each song, like there's like a system to it. Like yeah. one of them, if you listen to. There might be like five songs in a row, like five songs in the um, album that are the same exact like tone and stuff, yeah, but yeah. they're not never. There'll be like one upbeat song, one downbeat song, yeah. one upbeat, one down. Because yeah. he always wants to like break it, break it down. To, yeah. But those people have it down to like a science. But Definitely. then if you look at like some bands that are successful, like the Sex Pistols and stuff, like they probably didn't have it. They should probably just want yeah. to fucking make music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and like Weezer just put out every single thing they had. They definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely some man's like, I, I don't know if you ever heard Tame Impala. No. Tame Impala is like, I would say, Pink Floyd, but in literally today's setting. Mm-hmm. And so Pink Floyd does this thing where they put all their songs to play through mm-hmm. to where you put the record on and like it flows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And well, like that's what a lot of records yeah. are. Yeah. And um, a lot of music necessarily isn't like that, but keeps the same general idea. But then there's... There's there's albums that are like songs, and then there's albums that are like an album. Yeah. And there's definitely like an approach. Half of those albums up there are a whole. Oh wow! Yeah. Fucking, every single one is. They yeah, go it was different because like and through. when you re- when you recorded a record on vinyl, like you had to plan out when you're gonna flip the record mm-hmm. and how the song is gonna change and yeah. how it's gonna end to end the tone of the first mm-hmm. side to the second side. But now you just have like oh you press play. And yeah. probably know well, that's the thing I was talking about Nick with the other day. Oh, yeah? It's like people lose that connection to like the whole album. They just go play their one hit song off of that. Yeah, on Spotify. Like, I always just say, go, like, if you listen to uh, the White Album, Oh yeah. Each, each side of it is a whole different, like, thing. Yeah. There's, like, that rock side. There's Helter Skelter that influenced yeah. everybody. And then you go into like Revolution Number Nine. That's like what the what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And then, there's it's 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 a whole story. It's a definitely. whole different like each. I feel each side has its own personality. To yeah, it. definitely. That's, yeah, and there's there's totally an approach to taking that. But like, what'd you guys do with your latest one though? Like, how'd you approach that one? Cause so, because it, it felt like each one of those was a different song, while like it, your first yeah, kind of albums were kind of like. They were kind of like the same-ish song, but yeah. they were just kind of like... Just a little different. They had like their... Each song had its own, um, like what you said, like a thesis yeah. behind it. But like your whole album had one, but now your new one has like... More each songs. song has like, songs, boom, boom, yeah. four quality quality. Exactly, yeah. So like the, the idea we had was basically like... So <laughs> how we've been doing in the local music scene is more or less like people like to listen to our music all the way through mm-hmm. like an album like we figured out no one likes to do that because yeah. we have songs jumped that would be our most popular and so we basically were like alright no." so our the whole album thing isn't working out for us let's just focus on making good songs for like mm-hmm. people just to listen to and enjoy that as a whole would you put and, more emphasis on the start of the song kind of yeah well so we we 
it would be more like focus on a strong hook, a strong meeting, and a solid song all the way through. Mm -hmm. And so rather than like, hey, maybe this song would be a filler song because we would do that sometimes where we're like we want to hit nine songs. So on the, like on the first album, like there's a song small talk and there's no words on it. Just we're like. We this didn't know what to do with it, yeah. and and it was just like I guess we can put an instrumental on, and like people like honestly on on SoundCloud we got more plays than some other songs. Yeah. It was just like unexpected. So like we didn't really know what was going on for the second album, but then for the EP we're like let's just make three good songs, and then just let it let it go and just not really like mm -hmm. worry about the flow as much as just the quality, because most people listen to us on Spotify. No one buys the CDs and listens to the CDs. Like, we have CDs. Is that hard? Um, Cause I, what, do you, you, you don't make any money off of Spotify, right? No, you make nothing. Like, mm -hmm. unless you're getting millions of plays, you're not. Mm -hmm. Like, we made, I think, 50. Lots of people don't understand about the music business. I'm having somebody on. Yeah. I don't want to say who is it yet, but he understands the music business like yeah. a lot, and he's going to break it all down. But there's a lot of stuff on, like, Rogan's podcast where Dan Auerbach of Black Keys, okay, yeah. he comes in and he's like, breaks it all down, how they, they make, like, no money at all off the, like, so, it just screws, basically Spotify screws the musicians. Spotify has, like... You know they're gonna go down, right? Dude, I, probably. Did you hear I, about that? Their business model, they're expanding so fast that they're, they're, like, they can't keep up with what they're doing. Really? So they're in debt. Some of my brother was explaining it to me. Oh my so they're in debt, and they're going to keep on going in debt, and then just, they're going to go, they're not going to have it anymore. Dude, yeah. Because they're mean, expanding at such a fucking rapid pace. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's insane. But, like, the thing is, we put out music before Spotify was mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah. So our first album sold, like, a hundred things on, on iTunes. Mm -hmm. And, like, the second album sold two. And <laughs> it yeah. was ridiculous, because we're, like, they're just from the, the year and a half difference, it was, like, Spotify. But you make the money off of iTunes, right? Yeah, so iTunes takes 35%. Okay. And then Spotify. So Spotify gives you, like, a fraction of a fraction of a penny per yeah. play. And then, basically, like, we have, like, I don't know, like, three or 4,000 plays total on Spotify. And then that gave us, like, $15. Yeah. So, but you get, you sell one album, or you two, sell two CDs, there's $15. Yeah. Right? So, like, Spotify is less about getting money and it's more about the exposure and the publicity yeah. so like the whole thing has changed to where Spotify plays don't mean money but they mean fans which means come to your show mm -hmm. which means ticket money and merch sales mm -hmm. so you flip the the idea of hey let's sell our music and to more sell a brand almost and so now people yeah, fans yeah, are yeah. selling t-shirts rather than like obviously they still have CDs but CDs aren't even as popular as records anymore because records are more like the collectible thing for, to have rather than mm -hmm. a CD because mm -hmm. I'm like one of the only people I know that uses CDs yeah. and I also have records but like, CDs have been dead for a while but like well, I think both of them are kind of dead yeah because well, people do like I've only met probably two people who play records to play a record not for yeah. the like the aesthetic of the record I know no, people yeah. who always go post stuff in like record shops like they'll go to a record shop yeah, and post on, photo it's like yeah I mean it's a definitely a trendy thing to do but and I don't, Within, I don't, like, the, I guess, like, a music scene, to actually listen to records is more popular than to actually listen to CDs. Mm -hmm. And, like, bands sell CDs. Yeah, and, and, but I think the flaw in that is, like, that jump from records to CDs. Oh, it's so is, expensive. No, no, and then, um, 
and then Spotify yeah. to records is like there's such there's such an enormous gap. There and then is. with what you just said about the record stuff with the pricing, yeah, the new records are expensive. Like I wanted to buy one of the like Adele's new records. Yeah, and it was like twenty seven dollars. Yeah, and I was like, why would I get that? Like I pro, I'll buy. That that Abbey Road record right there, I bought it for a quarter in Monterey. It's original. Oh it's gosh. it's everything's yeah. It's it's plays as good as new. Well, not you can hear all the crackles. Yeah, in yeah. It, but that's what makes the song better. There's so many albums. I got Led Zeppelin for for two dollars. I got it for four dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um. Yeah. No, I mean, so touring bands, you always see them have T-shirts, stickers, a cassette maybe, or yeah. a patch, and CDs and vinyl. And so CDs and vinyl are like what you buy or t-shirts what you buy to support the band like yeah. if you want to like oh that band was great yeah. and they're like one of the smaller they're not yeah. two, they're not the headliner then you like go and pick up a vinyl for $15 yeah. and online it's like 25 mm -hmm. but while they're on tour it's like 15 CDs 10 cassettes 7 or yeah. 5 and that's really just to, for them to make a little bit yeah. of profit. and you see they, they, they do make their prices a little cheaper yeah. like when you go see small yeah, bands exactly. like the Fillmore yeah. they'll have it much less, but like I bet when I go see Ed Sheeran tomorrow, it's, it's like, gonna be like thirty five. It's like fifty dollars for just one. Yeah, minute. and it makes no sense because the more you print, the cheaper it is for each one. Mm -hmm. But for a touring band, like a small touring band, to print, it's like, it's like a thousand dollars for three hundred. Mm -hmm. It's like. Do you guys have shirts and stuff? We have shirts. We printed forty shirts. We sold thirty nine. There's one left, and then we had we printed. So we got a hundred CDs of our first album. Like ninety eight percent of those went away, mm -hmm. and then we bought a hundred CDs of the second album, and then the company misprinted them, so they gave us another hundred, mm -hmm. and we have like everything <laughs> hundred and fifty left. Like we barely sold any. Why do you of think them. is that? That is because well, one Spotify, because Spotify mm -hmm. wasn't a thing before, mm -hmm. and also like have you I, ever thought of just not putting, just taking off Spotify? We did. We were like. But then no one will listen to our okay. music. But do you find people at your shows who that you don't know? Yeah, and what we like. But the thing is, like, we find people at the shows that we don't know, and then we meet them because we don't know them, and mm -hmm. then we like talk to them or like. And they, where do they usually find you from? Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Okay. So you're getting something out. Though. Yeah, so that's what it is. It's like mm -hmm. Spotify is where you bring. Like we don't even get. Compared to all the other bands, like, we get nothing on Spotify, mm -hmm. which is weird because people still show up to our shows and people still sing along to our songs, but our plays are, like, 17 a day rather than, like, 200 a day compared to other bands. Mm -hmm. And, like, our band has slowly been, like, four block walk that is, has been, like, slowly, like, getting less and less plays mm -hmm. because we play less and less shows because, like, we're all super busy. Mm -hmm. Except for me, like, I'm the one that, like... You're all into I'm, it. I'm, like, 100% always doing this. Like, I'll drop anything to play a show. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, like... You like that, huh? Josh and Keegan, like, can't physically drop... Like, a, Keegan's got a Waller Puddle thing, like... Yeah. He can't I remember. I, I, I think I know who he is. Yeah. And then Josh, like, has volleyball and work, and, like, he can't really drop that either. And so, like, it just... Be, like, we don't even practice until, like, it, we have a show. And mm -hmm. it, like, kind of sucks. But and then you lose some rhythm and stuff, yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Like, we lose some... Well, your new band is... Who, who's in your new band? So, it's this guy that moved up from um, Santa Barbara. His name is Ben. He's your singer? Yeah, he's a singer he's, and guitarist. His voice is... He's really cool. He's really good. He is really good. And he's really committed as well. Because, like, he works and goes to college to play in a band. Like, he, yeah. he's like... Yeah, college... Does he go to San Jose? Yeah, he does. Okay. So, he's like... College is like a thing I'm doing while I'm playing in a band. Mm -hmm. He's like, and then Danny, the drummer, is like, 
Yeah, school is like a thing I'm doing while yeah. I'm playing a band. Are you are you going to college or yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to college. I have um, another year of high school still, so I'm only seventeen. Okay, but um, Danny's seventeen as well. He's got another year of high school, and Danny or Ben's nineteen, and the uh, third year of college. Okay, so he's a little bit older, but um, but he's all three of you guys are committed to all this. three of us are like let's do this. Yeah. Like we're gonna hit because there's some like each one like that song you sent me yeah. was like. That's a that's like a that's a song like I'll listen to. Yeah, like, yeah, that's something. that was like we that was a thing like that we we recorded that the second day we met. Yeah, like we we played it the first day. We're like, holy shit! Like, mm-hmm. like we looked at each other. Like, you guys are good. <laughs> like, yeah. like holy crap! And then like we met on this app called Vamper, which mm-hmm. is advertised as a Tinder for musicians, and basically like we all met each other through the app just by the local area, mm-hmm. and then. It was just like, oh, drummer looking for a band. It was like, oh, ba- or guitarist looking for a band. And then we all practiced the first day, and then we're like, all right, tomorrow let's record that shit. Like, I have a studio, let's do mm-hmm. it. And then um, we did. And then we recorded it, and then we're like, all right, cool. Like, that was that yeah. was really cool. And so we've just been hanging out a lot more, practicing a lot more, and playing our first show. But they're super committed, so we just need to find, like, a bassist who's as committed. Because, like, right now, like, we... Just guitar, rhythm, guitar. Yeah, guitar, rhythm, guitar. I think drum. there's something there to it. There, there definitely needs to be a basis. You, you think like, so? Yeah, like there definitely needs to be a basis. But from like your perspective, why is that? Uh, a basis, like. Because there is some bands that do bring every like I know yeah, Black Keys. Black Keys did a two piece thing, but they the, did add. They just they, on, they, they uh, when I saw them live, they have a basis. Yeah, in the back, so yeah. they have a basis now. But it brings sometimes, everything together. Yeah. Every once in a while, they will play like a couple songs with mm-hmm. just the two of them, but. On a record, it's really easy to hide no bassist, but in a live setting, like, that's when you can really tell. Okay. There's the whole low end, the whole, like, chest-hitting sound of, like, playing, of seeing a live band is basically gone. And you lose a lot of rhythm-based um, music, musicality, I guess you could say, with, without a bassist, just because the bassist gives rhythm and melody to everything but underneath support it's like a subconscious thing when you hear a song without a, it's it's hard to explain no i know i completely yeah. understand what you're saying it ties everything together yeah exactly basically. there you go yeah and so it's it's definitely like really important but like we just had patrick who just stayed with me for three weeks mm-hmm. he just covered for us at our last show and like covered he with was us playing bass for practice and it was like a huge difference just mm-hmm. within playing together like really like, all right we need a bass mm-hmm. but yeah, so we're just gonna record everything. I can play bass, so we're just gonna put. I'll just record the bass for the for the EP or whatever, and then we'll figure it out after. But like, we all kind of. But you guys have, are recording right now. Yeah, like tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna like start in the morning and like go through the day and just get like. Mm-hmm. We still like. But you guys have written all your songs. Almost. So yeah. like we have one song that we're like, alright, this is completely done. Mm-hmm. And we have one song that we've been working on for like a month. Yeah. Like since we met, that was like one of the first songs we did. Mm-hmm. And we we still are trying to like get it perfect. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we're all. How do you like, go by like writing your songs? Because um, so, I know some people just kind of run into songs like yeah, that just, happens. Yeah. That happens a lot. Because have you ever heard how Jack White got Seven Nation Army? He was playing around with his pedals and got yeah, that. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. it was like, and he brought it up to his friend, and he's like, "Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> shitty." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like, oh, it sold like yeah everywhere. And yeah. everyone knows it. Because have you seen it might get loud? Mm-hmm. You've never seen it? No. I'll show you real quick. Okay. Da, da. 
But yeah, I mean, you can sit down and say, oh, here's this riff I came up with, but sometimes, like, I'll, like, so I've, I've been learning jazz guitar, which is... Yeah, that's what my brother, my brother played for the uh, jazz band at Leland oh, a this, while. This where they talk about... Yeah, yeah. so... Ooh. Like, I'll show you one second. Dun, dun. Seven Nation Army, you obviously worked out. Did you have the guitar part and then you, then you did the lyrics to it, right? Well, I played it, uh, I remember we were at a sound check in Australia and I played it. Uh, I started playing that riff and uh, I thought, oh, this is really cool. You know, and my friend came up with my roommate, Ben Swink, and he so what do you think of this? He's like, eh, it's all right. You know, <laughs> one of those things where uh, it's almost great when people say that. Yeah, it almost yeah. makes you get defensive in, a, in your brain and think, it's got, no, there's something to this. You don't yeah, see yeah, it yet. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm going to get there. Yeah, yeah. you got to have some imagination. You tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, so I kept at it, you know, and, and, uh, and then I kind of thought, for a second I left it there. I kind of thought, oh, maybe one day if I ever get, you know, I have to do like a James Bond theme song or something, or something yeah, yeah. Bond, and be like, well, maybe I'll use that. But it, did, it just kind of came out when we went to Hackney and recorded it. It, it really shows how it goes? Yeah. I'll get, well, first of all, it's, a, it's just a open, it's open A tuning. Because I always thought it was Jimmy a could bass that opened the, the song. It's uh, just an octave down. The, okay. The whammy pedal, an octave down, and then... Uh, Luckily, it happened so I could uh, switch it off to the song. The main riff is just a... Uh, I started that because I thought well, it would be cool if I went back to the low Eastern to get a low sometimes. You know, I needed that extra thing. But uh, it's just started the... Are you familiar with Royal Blood? No. Oh, dude. So it's a bassist that does the whammy pedal that mm -hmm. pitches up his bass to the tone of a guitar. Okay. And he sends it off to a, another amp. So it goes to a guitar amp and a bass amp. Mm -hmm. So he's playing like guitar parts Yeah. as a bass. So it's got a bass tone, a dirty bass tone, and then a guitar tone. Yeah. And it's just like the biggest sound ever. Yeah. And it's it's similar to that because it's just pitched down, but it's, it's pitched up. And so like, it's a two-piece, yeah. but it's a bassist, guitarist, and a yeah. drummer. That's pretty crazy. And it's, it's unbelievable. I'll check it out, yeah. Yeah, you should. But yeah, but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a cool idea just to get like any mm -hmm. tone. Yeah, no, but this, this it's a documentary. It's yeah. like it's Jimmy Page the Agent. It's, it's so cool. You have to like yeah. you have. That's why I got. I would say the, well the thing that like got me into music in total, was, where I really 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 liked it was Rain. Do you know Randy Rhodes? Yeah. You never heard of Randy Rhodes? He was Ozzy's guitarist. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who died at like yeah, twenty five? Yeah. Like, well the first time I heard Mr. C the Mr. Crowley solo. Yeah. Have you heard that? I think so. Yes. Like, there's something about. That and there's a song called Revelation, Mother Earth, and Believer. Those two songs, like what he did in those two songs, were I, like incredible. I, yeah. I remember my brother bought the me and him bought the vinyl two of it, yeah, and we played it. It was like holy jeez, <laughs> like someone was like torment. And then I heard, I remember I was in like the fifth grade or sixth grade, I heard Black Dog, oh, yeah, and then when. It was like a live version, and then when Robert Plant held the the way you move, yeah. like 
that when he, he held move for like seven seconds, I was like, okay, this is like different than anything I've ever <laughs> yeah, heard dude. in my life. Yeah. But yeah, I've so, I've kind of like expanded. There was, there was some point like last year, I was like, okay, I listened to the same like 500 songs. Yeah. I need to start like expanding. I, and then I, I kind of found it. this new, I just trying to like expand. I kind of more listen to everything now. Except country music. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't listen to country music. But, yeah, the, uh, there are some country music players that are, like, I respect them. Yeah. Like, there's, like, Chris Stapleton, who's pretty good. I've heard his stuff. He's good. But, like, the like Florida Georgia yeah, line, like, Sam it's Hunt. It's terrible, dude. It's stadium, same, stadium country is just not good. It's the same four chords. It's pop music with an accent. Literally. Yeah. Well, because there was a, um, there was a, uh, Mashup, I heard. It yeah, was, of they all the 2014, it was like yeah. kind of country music stuff. Yeah, played on top of each other. It was yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's literally just like major labels picking up some attractive dude, sometimes not even from the country, yeah. giving him an accent, saying, "Sing over this." We'll, we'll auto tune. Yeah, and they, the, and they sell and they sell the fuck out the of image. It. Yeah. Six dollars at Walmart. Yeah. people buy every single Garth Brooks. Is it Garth Brooks or Garth Edwards? No, I don't, I don't know. Know. Garth Brooks is like eighties. I thought. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, like. But there's just a Garth guy, and then um, he sells. Yeah. Um, and they go, have you ever heard Wheeler Walker Jr.? No. He's like this comedian. He's like this comedian. Uh, not a comedian. He's like, he basically fucks around with country music, and he has like that old country seventies tone to okay. him. Yeah. But he like, but he kind of like makes fun with his lyrics of yeah. it, and then like he swears every other thing. The Bo the Bo Burnham bit where he makes fun of country music. Yeah. That well, was good. <laughs> yeah. No, but he. Like, he, yeah, no, but he always talks about how shitty, like, all this country, and people start starting to, because Wheeler Walker Jr. starting to become, like, really big, yeah. and now, like, all the major country music labels, like, hate him, <laughs> he's just making fun of yeah, it. Well, dude, they make so much money off him, and it's yeah. so easy, because, like... But, like, all the, he's top on Spotify, and stuff. like, he has his main songs called The Fuck You Pitch, it's about, <laughs> um, it's, like, it's basically a diss song to, um, to... <laughs> country music? Well, it's like a, it's the first, uh, what is it? Like, they don't even let you write it on YouTube. <laughs> like, it's basically a, like a rap diss song on country. Oh, man. Yeah. There's like a one he's playing it kind of live. Uh, what is it? What is it? Your mom's house. Yeah, no, but he. But all the and he like he just shits on like Sam Hunt and oh, all yeah. these people. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Are you gonna play "Fuck You, Bitch"? <laughs> okay. Let's try and tune first. Like when I I had it on um my podcast for like my number seventeen one okay. and the hell people were just emailing me like what is this song <laughs> what is <laughs> that was beautiful yeah that's a Gibson sound Like to say, 
Because he, well, the thing is, he still has like that Willie Nelson like yeah, yeah. A to E like chord thing he's doing. Yeah, um, cool. And it, it sounds like a good like his music. If you just listen to his like instrumental stuff, it's really good. Yeah. But like now he just puts like these lyrics on top of oh, his yeah. stuff. It's like, what are you saying? But he's starting to become like a huge following, and that's because he has this similar tone. That's great. Yeah, but do you think? I think with listening to your, that song you still send me. Oh, yeah. That I do think, like, your singer has, there's something, like, where you're, like, your music, I always feel music is, like, music and then the singing, and if they come yeah. together, it's, like, there, and I heard the beginning of your song, I was like, okay, the music's there, like, you can, I feel, if you listen to, like, five seconds of a song, like, you can, like, okay, I got, like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, usually, <laughs> but, and then, like, well, I think five minutes into, like, the singing of it, and then... I mean, I do think that can be flawed because there be, there could be songs that like build up to something, and there's probably songs you have that's like I cut it short like one minute that you'll be like well, at two minutes like everything comes yeah, together, but, but people and you're saying that like, people don't listen to it all the way through. And you have to but, like, start to write towards that. Where yeah. People, you have to expect people to stop at yeah, seconds. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I do think it's because like people like me and other people don't understand it. You know, like that whole music process and appreciate how. I wouldn't say not understand or appreciate. I think it's more like, if it doesn't pique your interest right away, like why listen to it? If you're not yeah. totally yeah looking at it, because from... people spend the, like their entertainment time is like valuable to them. Yeah. Like I can tell by like my podcast, there's some some stuff in my like people don't listen to, yeah. and then all I and I can see who's like listening and yeah. stuff. Not like to sometimes I, like if they listen on Spotify, I can tell who's exactly who's yeah. listening. But like since it's on iTunes, but I can still tell. It's if people like this certain genre of Definitely. person, they'll listen to it. Yeah. Like if they have a story, they'll listen to it. Like I know there's gonna be a lot of like music fans that are gonna listen to like this one. Yeah. Like you'll promote it, I'll promote it, and there'll be a and Definitely there's people who like different audience. Yeah. yeah. But do, do you? But we're the whole live performing stuff. What's the most you've played in front of? Um. So. I played a, a show, just like a normal show that we put on, that was close to 300 people, mm-hmm. and that was like, because it, it, it was in like a, a, just a normal venue that we always play in, and yeah. like, we packed that crap out. Yeah. And it was, Where are the venues around here? So, there's a venue called um, RPTP, that's in downtown, mm-hmm. there's kind of, there's a couple others that are more like metal kind of things, Yeah. not too many bands play there, but there's this one that my friend owns, and they call it The Living Room. And so it's in, like, a corporate office building that was turned into a church-slash-venue. And so, like, half of it's a church, and then, like, there's just a room that's a venue that bands play in. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, like, we always play, because it's honestly... (laughs) It's got, like, um... It's got, like, the best sound for a local venue. Mm -hmm. It's got full stage, full lighting, full gear, and everything. But, yeah, and so we packed that thing with, like, almost 300 people. And it was crazy, and, like... The energy was super high, 
and all that. But like we also played a battle of the bands that was probably like three hundred, four hundred people. Mm-hmm. But that was like less engaging, and it was more like people to the audience. Yeah, people were coming to see each different band. Yeah, kind of. and and so that was weird because you had to perform with as much energy as possible to yeah. be entertaining, but there's no feedback from the audience because they're sitting down. Like oh, they have to sit down. Yeah, it was like seating. It was like a, a theater, mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of weird, but like if you just work against it, like, it, it works. But that was a lot of people. But like, Do you like playing, like, do you like the shows where you have, like, 70 people there but that are, like, fully engaged, or? Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if... Because you just played one, like, yesterday, huh? Yeah, I just played, it was it was on the 28th, so last mm-hmm. Friday. Friday, yeah. And that was just and, held at, like, a friend's house? Yeah, or? that was just at uh, Jeffrey Plaza's house in his backyard, and that was, like, the second time we did that. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, probably like 150, 200 people. Mm-hmm. Most shows I play to is like around 150 people. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while it'll just be like somewhere too far that's kind of small or something mm-hmm. like that. But it's, it, it's more about the energy of the crowd rather than the number of people. Because yeah. if everyone's loving it, that's then you're loving it, you're going to mm-hmm. bounce off. And the crowd and the band bounce off a lot. And so like, it's a weird thing because it took us like a long time to get it down right. But like, when you have that explosion of energy, the crowd's going to have the explosion of energy. Mm-hmm. But if you don't play together enough, you don't have the energy together in the first place to start. It's cr- it's like a weird... No, um, I completely understand. Yeah, like, I, I'm kind of thinking it from, it from, like, a sports background. Yeah, you know? exactly. When if you just don't if, practice as well together, don't have yeah. good communication, it's going to yeah. lack. Is that why you think you're the... Your God, I'm missing four walk. Yeah, four figure. block walk. Yeah, is kind of lacking. You think because you're not practicing that much. Well, so this it was really weird. So when we went to do the Battle of the Bands, we we're like, all right, like. And when was this? This was I don't know a few months ago. Okay. And we we're like, all right, like we haven't practiced in a long time, but we all know the songs really well. We've all uh-huh. played together for two years, so like the same song. Yeah. So it wasn't a matter of the song. It was a matter of like let's just perform. And then, so we're like, all right, dude, like, we need to have the most explosion of energy. And this was, like, $500 in line. And so we're like, we're just going to just go as hard as possible. And so we did. And we brought a, a sombrero for a little gag that we had in one of our mm-hmm. songs that we cover. And we ended up winning that Battle of Bands. Not necessarily on the song, because it's the same songs we played the year before. Yeah. But because of the performance. And, like, it's just the general, like, vibe of, if, like, we, like... Sometimes I don't even see Josh for, like, several months. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we come to play a show, and it's just like, hey, dude, like, how's it going? Let's go play a scene. Yeah. It's like, you need to have some sort of mm-hmm. vibe, I guess. But yeah, well, yeah, we will kind of develop. Because I know, Mo- uh, you know the band Motley Crue, right? Yeah. Motley Crue, in a lot of bands, they hate each other. Like, <laughs> Motley Crue doesn't talk to each other, but they play shows together. And if you listen yeah. to Nikki Six talk... I'm like he's he was on the Let There Be Talk podcast, which is a um, music podcast, okay. and he was saying um, like he doesn't talk to any of them. He wants to talk, but they don't like him because like his vision of the band was different than everybody else's. But they went on like this huge world tour. But he said like once they get on stage, they've been playing with each other for so long that's like and yeah, obviously it's different for like you've been playing for yeah. two years, but they've been playing for like twenty five. Yeah. But like he'll kill somebody for that other person because yeah. like like his. Um, drummer or his uh, guitarist no or his singer but yeah no that I feel community yeah communication is even like when I played sports it's once you've been playing with someone for three or four years you exactly. understand what they're going to be exactly. at a certain time there's, there's a certain chemistry that 
that, like, if you can, you all feel where, like, if you're all on the same page close enough, like, you could change tempos just by Like, looking feel. at each other? Yeah, not even looking at each other, like, based off of the crowd response, you could mm-hmm. be like, alright, this song needs to play slightly faster. Yeah. And, like, the drummer does a certain fill that we all know subconsciously means to, like, alright, like, let's go. Yeah. Right? But, like, if that's not there, which, it doesn't necessarily go away, it's just a weaker mm-hmm. thing if we're all, like, it's almost like you start over again after not playing together for a long enough time. Mm-hmm. And so if that's not there, then a show can be dead. You feel or... something different with your band right now than you felt something with your... On, like... Well, you guys are more kind of, like, professional, like, ne- well, at a more high level than wh- where you're starting out in, like, the eighth grade. Exactly. So yeah. there's a, there's been so much change between just, just the three of us, like me and Keegan and Josh. Like, it's been two years since we played. Like together, but it was like it's been like four years since me and Keegan have been playing. Mm. But so me and Keegan are still on that like that. Oh, he could play something, and I can just play along and that chemistry. But it's like the three of us. That's when it like gets harder to keep intact because it's we have to play often, but we can't. Because Josh is new, right? Josh is yeah. He's new. He's he um he came in after um, Pat left, which is is funny. Like so, Pat left in like a, in like September. Of, or, I think it was September, yeah, September, and then we got Josh in October, late October, and we got offered a show at 924 Gilman in Berkeley, which is where, like, Green Day played in the 90s, and so we're like, holy shit, like, we can't turn yeah. that down, but we don't have a drummer yet, like, we, like, tried him out, and we're like, alright, yeah, we, like, let, let's do this right now, and, like, and then we're like, we'll just start figuring out, start slow, yeah. but, like, we got thrown into a show, so we're like, we literally, like, four days of the time period that Josh was part of our band, and, like, like sent him, we couldn't practice, so we sent him, like, our songs to play along to, like, for, like, hours, mm-hmm. and then, like, we practiced the day before, and, like, for, like, 20 or 30 minutes, and then we like, let's hope for the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, it ended up working out, but it was, like, there's part of, like, if you're not, if one of us isn't stoked to play a show, or isn't high energy, then it rubs off yeah and like it's it's hard everyone has to be at the same page everyone has to be at the same level of excitement and so like if one of us is off then we're all off and mm-hmm. so it's 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 a lot more than just playing a song together because there's performance there's sound mm-hmm. there's everything and so yeah it's I want to talk about uh, writing okay yeah like, what do you, what, what's your writing process so either a song comes to you from playing a riff right or you have a thought of how you want a song to feel, and then you aim for it. So, like, if I if I say, hey, I want, like, uh, a high-energy song that keeps energy through, but is dynamic enough, and sounds upbeat, and in a certain way I want it to sound, like, not necessarily too sad or not um, too happy or too major or too minor or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, still needs that cool edge and that sound, then you can go for it that way. Or you can just, like, play a drum beat and we'll come up with something and then see where to go from there. Yeah. And so, or it's like I'm playing around and that that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Let's see what chords fit over that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, so one of the songs we wrote, I was, like, thinking, because that's what I was talking about with jazz music is I wanted to learn jazz, guitar, and music theories to where I can just, like, think what I want mm-hmm. and then know where Do it, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than like play around for a little bit and then figure out where it is, and I, w- I just want to like hear it in my head and think, okay, that's a major seven chord or that's a minor seven chord, and then just along be with the seven. subconsciously know where and your then, fingers yeah. are going. Yeah. And so like one of the songs goes from a, a minor seven to a, or, um, yeah, a minor seven to a seven, 
to a just a minor chord, and it, and so that's the the tone of it is what I wanted. That what I I think I heard, and it was just like, okay, now we need the energy on the drums, and then Danny's usually like, I just like, or like one of us is like, all right, like think energy through the song, but dynamic in the verses, but still keeps that that whole thing going. So like, he's really good at drums, so he knows exactly what we're talking about. So then he just does his he thing. He can play off you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then I'll just think, all right, here's the chords playing. I need to write a lead riff over this, mm-hmm. and so like the verse is just kind of like doodling around a little bit because the verse feels a little bit spacey and then it comes and just hits hard in the, in the chorus and so I'm like, alright, we need something more than just a single note playing so it's like a two chord thing that ends with a lead run and so it just it's just like a high energy thing a lot of like loud noise and, and then after you get that then we're like, alright Ben sing something over this, just, like, for now, like, just come up with Even, like, mumble, spot. kind of, Yeah, like, even if it's just yeah. total, not even words. And then we figure out a melody that way, and then we go sit down and write lyrics. And me and Ben, like, sat down mm-hmm. and wrote lyrics for, like, three hours, like, at his house, or two hours at his house. Yeah. And we're just, like, here's what we... Like, one line that we wrote decided for the whole song. Yeah. And it was just, like, when one's... It was, it was a weird line, and it was, like, half a joke. And then, like, hold on, like, this could be cool. Yeah. And so we went from there. But we have another song that was like, Danny play a beat, and then I'll play something, and then uh, Ben will play, play something, something, and then we'll figure it out, and then it just mm-hmm. comes together. So you guys kind of go music, then lyrics, you'd say? <sighs> yeah, so sometimes, I'll, it, I mean, with For the Walk, it goes both ways. Like, I'd have lyrics on my phone that I wrote, mm-hmm. and then I had an idea of song structure-wise, and then I'll be like, yo, Keegan, check this out. Mm-hmm. He edits them, goes through, and he's like, all right, let me think, and then... We come together, and then I'll maybe have a riff in mind, and then he'll add to that with a melody, and then I'll shove lyrics at him, and I'll be like, try these. Okay. And then we go through several lyrics and try that. Yeah. But it can, it literally just, it, there's no, like, right way of doing it, mm-hmm. and there's no... It's just kind of your way. Your way is the right it's, way. It's whatever feels best. Mm-hmm. So you can totally write a trash song from starting from scratch, like how one of our songs went, or you can write a great song that way, or you can write a trash song from starting as like a jam mm-hmm. and then just so like what we'll do basically is you play a riff and then you see where the feel needs to go yeah and then you write from there so like we'll play together and then we're like all right what needs to come next mm-hmm. and, and then, then sometimes you'll just even if it doesn't even do you ever like write a song it comes together and you're like this is just not yeah, good enough we did we did it, we did it we, like with carpet tunnel like we did that like last week yeah like we had a full song and we're like Maybe even, like, the get back might, to it later. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the riff is cool, the main riff, but, like, we couldn't figure out where it needs to go, mm-hmm. or where it just it doesn't sound energetic enough, or doesn't carry a good enough feel through. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of it is feel through a song rather than, like, the actual, what you're playing. Mm-hmm. Because songs to non-musicians, I guess carries a feel like whenever so whenever I'm recording someone and I'm like changing all these things I'm like showing them what I'm doing they're like I don't I don't hear it what you're doing and I'm like all right listen for the feel of how the song makes Mm -hmm. you feel and like I'll do my I'll play without the thing that I did Mm -hmm. and then I'll play with and they're like all right yeah I feel like like a minor thing with just an EQ where you just adjust frequencies changes how the energy and feel of something goes yeah so it's similar to that with writing 
where you just choose chords that make you feel this way or a drum yeah. beat that makes you have to get it all lined up together mm -hmm. so it's it's really easy for it just to not come together and yeah you're just like yeah every part individually is cool it just doesn't work yeah no i feel it i feel it yeah no i understand the um whole thing of everyone listens to a certain type of music because that's why the thing about like country music still yeah. i don't blame people who listen well, to it's it. party music well, it's... no because it's Music is all about you're listening to it because it makes you feel. Yeah, exactly. Bad. Yeah, and then, but country I like music. how that's an influence in your yeah. music. Yeah. I mean, country music for a lot of people is just like, hey, let's. This is a lot of people attach it to a party, or a lot of people attach it to like a good time. So like, mm -hmm. country music is usually always positive, which is totally fine. Yeah. And then like, to someone that doesn't have any connection to it, this would be like this is generic crap. Yeah. That I don't want to listen to. Yeah. But, but the, my problem is, again, with it, is it all sounds the yeah. same. Like, there's no, there's no, like, two sides to exactly. it. Like, if you listen to, like, a Zeppelin record, oh, like yeah. if you listen to, like, Love Zeppelin 1, you have, like, In My Time of Dying, and then you can yeah. see, and then, like, right after it is Good Times, Bad Times, and then you go into Babe, I'm Gonna Leave You. It's like, it you just everything. get, like, fucking rocked. Everything. Yeah. And yeah. then, but it still sounds like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Which is so difficult to be so yeah like you can in. have you can have like 50 different ways you can sound like yourself yeah even like why I think why the Beatles are so good if you yeah. listen for like a they hard are. day's night at the beginning it's like this harmonica based like love yeah. me do yeah and then you go into and then you later you go into rubber rubber soul and yeah. it's like what the, this is not the same band but it is the same yeah. band and, and that's why it's so hard like to get a variant sound while sounding like yourself to where everyone's gonna like it because everyone's gonna like a lot of Led Zeppelin even if it's the sound changing mm -hmm. but like modern day bands are almost restricted to a certain genre because if you break out of your genre you're gonna lose fans yeah. from that genre so like so you do you try to stick with it or are you still trying like, to like because that's the thing I liked about your acoustic song the cannonball yeah it was like you guys have the same kind of feel to everything and then it's like okay this is something else yeah and once i saw you guys like do this other thing and i was like okay now there's something to now there's so then i started appreciating the rest of the album yeah. a little more it's like okay i mean and then when you brought into like the new album the newest album you released it was it last it was this year or last year uh, it was this year in like february right yeah, February. and then um yeah, it's like each song's a whole different like yeah. beast to just to handle. And yeah. it's not necessarily meant to play through, but it works through. Yeah. But it sounds like different songs. Yeah. But with that with that band it's it's still pretty like saturated in the same in one genre, but it also changes through album just because of the music we listen to and basically like how we grew. Because the first album was like not really sure what we're doing. The second album was like very sure what we're doing, mm -hmm. but didn't necessarily execute it well. Mm -hmm. And then the third one was like very sure what we're doing, and we have a sound like we, quality, quantity, no quality over quantity. Yeah, and we also have like a sound that we know represents what we sound like, but is new because mm -hmm. it was different than what we had written before. It didn't sound like old four block walk, which we would write songs and that'd be like that sounded like something we wrote in sophomore year, or freshman yeah. year. And then I'd be like, all right, let's not, let's not yeah. do that. And then we tried to stay away from that. And so it was weird because, like, we recorded that whole EP, and then we're like, like we sent it off to a couple of friends, and they're like, it sounds like Weezer. And they're like, it does sound like Weezer. How do we end up sounding a little bit like Weezer? And then it was just like, 
was weird because yeah. Well, Weezer doesn't give a fuck. No, yeah. The thing is, like Weezer, if you listen to the Blue album, well, the thing about Weezer is they, they were they had a weird so approach. Much. They had a weird approach too, because if you listen to all their albums, yeah, you, none of them are for over forty minutes. All of them just attack yeah. you, like and there's um, I've seen I've seen Weezer six times really live, and I like it because like each time it's like each time is a whole different thing. Yeah, like. They do get in like the ways they get into like I everybody wants to listen to like Island in the Sun and but even if like that blue album like like just my name is Jonas like that it's one good. song is it's so good that album was amazing it's like an acoustic song but it's like a hard rock song and I still think like top ten is Buddy Holly yeah Buddy yeah, Holly is like the weird because it's like. Is it a sad song or is it like this off tempo song? Yeah. It starts off off tempo and it like it changes. It's like this weird wavelength where it's yeah. up and then down, then up and down. Then it's, it's like stagnant in the middle. It just like wants to choose a side. Yeah. And then once you're done with it, it's like what the fuck? <laughs> well, dude, they went through some like crazy stuff with mm-hmm. basically two thousands. They just screwed up. <laughs> Honestly, like all the stuff that they put out. Everyone was like, what, what what, are you guys doing? Like, mm-hmm. that Red album? Yeah. Remember the, I don't know if you've ever heard the song, but it was, like, The Greatest Man That Ever Lived. And it was, like, this boasting yeah. rap song. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, what are you doing? I like, think they just get bored. Like, yeah. do you not get, like, imagine Billy Joel. Do you think, oh, man, like, imagine you just playing Piano Man. Everybody's just waiting. When's Piano Man coming? When's Piano yeah. Man coming? Like, you're getting through, like, these other, like, 11 songs. Yeah. Just so you can hear Piano Man. You're like, okay, oh. I just did Piano Man again. <laughs> Yeah, but like then Weezer was like, all right, like we shouldn't try to do this weird thing, but we should we can still change because like you listen to the newest stuff and you listen to um, everything's gonna be right in the mm-hmm. end, which is like yeah. that's when I saw them when they were going on that tour, and that album was great, and the newest one they put out was great as well, but it's different, but it's still Weezery, but the other thing they got a little more pop. Yeah, and I knew did. I think they had a really good approach with Feels Like Summer. Have you you've heard that song, is, right? Is, no, I don't. Which, what album was that album? The newest one, White Album. Okay. And then, like, but they were like, okay, we have... I think they wanted to go a little more pop, like, oh, Weezer's still here. Because there's yeah. still elements of, like, old Weezer in it, but it does... Definitely. Yeah. Um, when did you see them? I saw them in October in, like, 2014, when they played in San Jose State. Okay. And I saw them when they played with Panic! in the Disco. <laughs> that was a good show. Yeah, that was great. I, I saw Panic! at the Disco in... I'd say like 2015. Yeah. Are you a fan of them? I am. I yeah. again with them. You. What are they? What are they? I don't. But all. All. All they are. But like they're different. They're a different song every single time. Yes. That's what I like about. And when they opened, I was like, that could have just been the show. Like they. They killed that. They Dude. were on another level. Like the first time I saw, I was like, ah, like it's they're all, another band. It's crazy because like they're all individually very good. Yeah. It's just, like, they don't necessarily, like, expand off of that. They just play. Like, they're they're a little bit too poppy for me. Panic at the Disco? Yeah, and they have, like, this this weird edge to it that I don't necessarily care for. Yeah, no, but, no. Hey, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's very, like, a lot of people like it, a lot of people don't like it, but, like... They're trying the to be, singer, like, Arcade Fire, kind of. Yeah, That's little, what, like, yeah. The almost, I want to say, like, Carnival Edge. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, it's so over the place. Yeah, and, like, um, like, the singer, I forget, what's his name? I don't know. Anyway, I don't but know. They, if that did, they did um, uh, that, the um, the Queen song. Why? I'm a Bohemian just, Rhapsody. Yes, Bohemian Rhapsody. They covered that, and that was like 
wow, like, everyone yeah. is insanely good. Yeah. Why aren't they making music like they totally could? Because, yeah. you know, like, that guitarist does not want to be playing yeah. pop songs. But yeah. it's what sold, I guess. But you just question, like, what would they be making if they all were like, all right, let's just let's mm-hmm. forget everything. Yeah, because they have a song. Uh, that everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, why don't I fucking know the name? God. And then they, they brought out their... They have this one song called Hallelujah. And if you just listen to the, I think what you just said, like each of them are insane. Yeah. If you just listen to the, listen to like the vocals of it. Yeah. Then go back be. and just listen to the drumming. Yeah. And like as musically as a band, even though I don't under they're like so tight. they're so, but they're they're on another level, yeah. like just musician wise. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I remember Weezer came out and they destroyed that day. Yeah. And that then was that was the day. first time I saw Weezer from far away. That was yeah. the first time I saw Weezer like second row. Yeah. First time I saw. That. I saw so, like, Shoreline, I'm not a fan of Shoreline at all. Because I, I think the, that was the first time I sat on the grass to, like, yeah. see them. Like, and that was the first time I saw, the, saw a show on the... The first show I ever saw was at Shoreline. I saw Leonard Skinner, Blue Oyster Cult, and I think I it was, like, Foreigner. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I never saw Soundgarden. Dude, yeah, it was, it was weird. And then, um, so, but I was, like, right against the railing, so I was, like, I could see them. But at one time, and then I was kind of, like, back, I was, like... What is this shit? Like, you can't even see that. No, and then can't. I went to the, um, they played, they headlined the, uh, I've seen them. I saw them, at, I've seen them at the Concord thing. I've seen them, I've seen them, they played like a small show at the Fillmore. Okay, yeah. They played like random shows, I've seen them. And then, um, once you see a band six times, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a yeah. blur. Oh, yeah. But I saw them the last time I saw them, I think it was like a month or two ago, at the, they headlined Chris Hardwick's festival. Okay. And I was like, Again, I was, like, seven rows back again, just there. That's and crazy. It's, I think people, like, who go see shows, because, like, for us, I understand it, too. The closest venue is Shoreline, and a lot of, like, the bigger bands go yeah. there, and they go sit for cheaper in the back. It's, like, you don't understand. And if you're watching it through there. But if you go, every show, every, I think I've been to, like, 20 shows at Shoreline. I've sat two in the lawn. I always try to go. I'll pay. I'll pay twenty five more dollars. If I'm paying yeah. forty dollars to go sit in the lawn, I'd rather pay seventy five dollars and go see. sit and yeah. like just move my way down. And you can yeah. move your way down there. Like That's you true. just force That's yourself true. down. There's not enough people like leave because they're like drunk and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a totally different atmosphere as well. And then for amphitheaters too, the the sound inside the amphitheater itself is so much it's different, different than like the, out there. Yeah, the grass. Cause and then. Because the graph, it's, it's like, it's moving. At like, that point, you're just listening to a, a recorded yeah. song being played as yeah. a TV screen is going. Yeah. It's not It was like, same. it was airy. It was like traveling. It was like, yeah. the, the, the thing was like traveling to me. Yeah. But like, when you're like, right there, it's like, it's, it's so loud. It's like, in, it's like. You it's feel attacking. it in your chest. Yeah. That's, that's the difference. It's like. Like, you're see. supposed to feel, feel like a violated. <laughs> yeah. And like. The I most of my shows that I see like, I they're all smaller, no more than a thousand people mm-hmm. type of thing. So like you can just sit in the front if you want, no mm-hmm. matter what. And when you can hear the acoustic drums, mm-hmm. that's when you know like, yeah, that's that's gonna be a good show. Yeah, it's there's definitely a difference when you see, well like all right I don't know if you have ever been to um the Regency Ballroom. I have. Okay, yeah, that's a great venue. Mm-hmm. It's loud, big, and like you can. The one next up, right? Yeah, 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 and it's like. A great sound system, yet you can still see everyone. Did they have seat? Did was yours? Were you standing? Or yeah, I was standing. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, frontish row, mm-hmm. and there there wasn't like a lot of people, but it was still like, 
a great show because it was yeah I saw Passenger there okay um, I'm I'm weird because I listen to like pure classical rock and then I listen to like this depressed yeah like seventeen year old girl music like I saw um but like I saw I like in those rooms like I just I've seen uh God who was it. That girl, uh, Sia, do you know oh, who yeah, she is? Yeah, yeah. I saw her at the small. It was one of those places in San Francisco. I went by myself. I always go to con- I go to concerts. Have you ever been Dude, to a concert by yourself? It's so weird. It's weird, but it's like you're just going. It's like you're not going there with friends. You're not going yeah. with. You're just focused on like watching it's, everything. It was. It was honestly weird. I went and saw one of the bands in San Francisco by myself. Yeah. No, but I went to see. Um, Sia. I saw Sia, in, those. I was like, holy, her voice is like so loud. Yeah. And th- she has like this voice crackle that when she sings, that, and like it, the power yeah. of her voice, like you can feel you like yeah, in your stomach. Feeling. Yeah. And then, and then like a couple months later, I saw Birdie and then at Fillmore, at the Fillmore. Fillmore's great. And then, uh, it was all right. And then I saw her because I went there with a friend and I was like, ugh. Yeah. It was just not, it was not that good. And then they were, and then I saw her again, like four months later again yeah. at there and it was just birdie on a piano. Yeah. Like she was like, she like, fuck my band. <laughs> um, That's cool. And then she was just like, she was doing her original song and she's kind of like a glorified cover artist too. Okay. And then she, she was really good. Like her voice was like, then she, she was like singing. It was like, it was like raining on top yeah. of you. That's so and cool. then I saw Passenger at the Regency Ballroom. And it was weird, because he tells you you're not allowed to talk when he's playing. That's so weird. Because he plays, like, this depressing yeah. kind of, like, story music. He's he's reading you a book when, he, when okay. he's playing. And then um, he'll, like, talk to you about, like, how he wrote the song, what he did. That's cool. Um, and, then, uh, and then it's just him on his guitar... Like, nobody else. And then he just say he's telling me, he's basically, it's like a two-hour story time. He has seats, or you can stand up. It was just, I was like, set, I was probably like 10 feet away from him. And then it was quiet, but it was like, like, each time, each one of his, because he just stays on, uh, like, he just stays, like, on this, uh, like this, like, he just stays, all his stuff is like, like, he plays that over and over again. And then, but like, and then what I like about him and his new thing, like Whispers and his new album, is he started changing it up for once. Like his first like six or seven things. It, what, but the good thing about like Passenger is he sounds like as good as somewhere else, as, like okay. something else. Like if you listen to the Mumford and Sons new album, yeah. it's like, what is this shit? I've, I've never really gotten into them. Like I saw them about like four years ago at Shoreline, like, like right there. And they were, it was the first time I saw like a band together like yeah. clashing at all cylinders um and then oh, yeah. yeah and then like when they were and this was like the height of like their f- first album that yeah. came out yeah, like, and they were right they were place. killing it they they just they destroyed it and then um it was a birch school benefit have you ever heard of that it's neil young's concert every single year yeah. at shoreline okay it's like, like, it was like tony bennett lady gaga um Neil Young it was so many like yeah. the Foo Fighters it's all acoustic yeah. I went to like four or five years in a row wow. and it's just like the Foo Fighters killing on acoustic Roger Waters killing on acoustic Eddie yeah. Vedder killing it on acoustic that's cool and then like I've went to I've went to a lot of those shows by myself too I've heard of that actually yeah 
And then, but like what Neil Young does by himself, I still think one of the best performances I ever saw in my life, and I've seen I've seen a lot of shit. Yeah, was um, Marcus Mumford of the Mumford and Sons, Dave Matthews, and it was I think no, it was Willie Nelson's guitarist. Okay, they played all along the Watchtower Dude. for about just pure acoustic for honestly twenty five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and then. It was like, what is happening? And then it's just three chords. Yeah, no, yeah. All along the watch is A minor, G, F. Just over and over and over. And they were just screaming. And But like you could just feel like they're pumping through the energy. And I was like at the bottom of it. And I was like, imagine... And that's where I have, again, like tying this all back to like... It was at Shoreline too, because they always do at Shoreline. It's like, I don't think anybody in like the back on the grass would appreciate what's happening like right there. Yeah. And like seeing, I saw Andre Nicotina, who's like this rapper on like the small like club thing. And it's like, he's in your fucking face. But like, if you go see, there was like that, that HP rappers. Yeah. And then, but if you see like a rapper at Troyland, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. The one band I missed out on was Lincoln Park. Yeah. I always wanted to go see them live. Dude, I never, I never really got into them much. But my brother wasn't even that into them, but he saw them, and he's yeah. like, they bring, the, like, they t- Chester yeah, brings in, yeah. like, this screamer yeah. energy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those people who understand and know how to, like, scream while they're singing, like, they bring it up to, like, another level. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. A, 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 the right venue can change a lot. Yeah. Because my brother lives in L.A., and then he's into, like, the, a lot of, like, indie bands yeah. and, like, everything, like, jazz musicians. And he said, and L.A. has so many small places. And he says, like, yeah, every week there's, like, one of my new favorite bands comes every single week. He's yeah. like, I'll just, like, 15 minutes away, he'll go see all these new bands. But, it's like, here you have to drive, like, an hour and a half. Yeah, there's not much in San there's Jose. There's nothing in San Jose. Yeah. Like, the good thing about San Jose, they have the San Jose Improv. And if you're into comedy, like, yeah, you that's great. see it. But, like, it's, like, you don't get a connection with it when you're in row 20, 27 yeah. on section 219 yeah. to go see like the weekend Dude, but like I don't you... I don't get when, when people like pay $300 to get blood or like nosebleed seats mm-hmm. in either Levi Stadium or yeah cause at that point you're just listening to an album play. yeah it's like oh I saw Coldplay it's like okay did you like yeah yeah and like my mom wanted to go see Bruno Mars and it's like because she's like a big Bruno Mars yeah. fan. It's like section 375. I was like, no, wait till he comes back next year. I'll buy you tickets. Instead of paying 150 now, pay 225 uh, like the first day it comes out. Begin section like 100. Like I bought my Ed Sheeran tickets. It's like I can go sit up there. Yeah. And then it's like for like $50. But I was yeah. like, I'll drop 75. I'm like... To see the... the and then... I, and then but I, I didn't want to... I still think for Oracle, the best place to, in the stadium is not way too close because the speakers are kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, probably... They're, like, the general admission, like, right behind the general... So I'm sitting in section 109, which yeah. is, like, right behind the set general admission, row, like, 20, which is, like, that's, in that's the middle. Right. So you're not looking at, like... Yeah. You're not seeing, like, the stage up. You're just, like, on the line yeah. with him. Have you gone to a concert with ear protection? No, that's retarded. Dude, you know you don't understand. You don't understand. Because <laughs> you try it. Try it. The next well, I heard there's it. new ear protection that, like, funnels, like, it kills the background noise. I saw so, on a Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, if no, honestly, if you spend $12 on just generally good ear protection, it doesn't muffle it. It just quiets it. And yeah. you still have everything. Like, so, I had, like, a week of where I was, like, at three concerts or something. Yeah. My ears were, like, done. Yeah. 
And so I was like, you know, what, I'm gonna buy a twenty five cent ear piece, right? Yeah. And I went and I like I was like, oh my god, like yeah. this band was super loud. Yeah. But you hear everything. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. And yeah, I actually you still have yeah. the feel. Try it because yeah. it, you no. But the enjoy thing it. is, for the last time I saw Weezer, I had my headphones in because it was a little because I was so fucking close. Yeah. And then you could. Um, uh, it was the first time the guitarist went. He instead of he usually plays on one Marshall. But he had like he Seven. he played on, no no he usually plays on a couple Marshalls yeah. right but he had one and he mic'd it and so it was a little it was pretty fucking loud yeah and it was so it was really really good, and then um, yeah but it was kind of freaking like, it was like in your face but I I had my headphones in Dude. but then I like, took him out at one point for a second it's like bam bam as, at some point it reaches noise to where you can't really yeah, decipher understand anything. it yeah but. But there's some bands that you want to see. Definitely. Though. There's yeah. some that you don't want. Like, it also depends on the venue. But if you're, like, front row, sometimes you're so close, to you, the speakers are behind you. Yeah. And that sucks, because you don't hear the vocals. Yeah. And then, you, like, that happens more at smaller venues. If you're in the front row, you're hearing more of the band's monitors than mm. the, the speakers. Yeah. But if you're, like, a couple rows back, and you're front row, like, 20 feet away from the band, and speakers are blaring, like, yeah. try ear, like, ear, ear protection in. And it might change the game because, like, yeah. every once in a while, I'll be like, "All right, like, I know I'm gonna need everything yeah. for this show because yeah. of the way the venue is or whatever." But it 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 can help a lot. Yeah. What's the best show you've ever seen? Like in your. Oh, oh man. Ah. Oh. And I know you're gonna say some like smaller artists too. That's well, a good. Okay, that's so a good like, thing. Couple, but that's a good thing though. A couple days ago, I just saw um, Mount Eddie, which is Julie Bro- or Billy Joe Armstrong's little son. Bro- yeah. Not swimmers, but his youngest son, who's mm-hmm. 18, who just graduated high school, um, play to, like, a packed packed venue, and it was unbelievable, and I was, like, front row just screaming mm-hmm. the words at his face, and it was great, and that was one of the Where the was it concerts. at? It was at um, the Gilman in, or in Berkeley. Okay. And, and like, my friends, a couple of my friends' bands played as well. Is that so, cool, like, you've, you've been on the same stage? Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. I've seen, like, my favorite bands play there. Yeah. And, be like, and then I, you finally got to play there. Like, Joe, you play How many people were at your show there? The first time we played Halloween, so there was foot traffic, but there was, like, 80, and the second yeah. time there was, like, 30. Like, yeah. no one was, there's, all right, 30, I don't know. There was, like, 40 or 50 people. But I got to play and meet bands from, like, out of state. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, like, the best show... Um, man, I so I saw my favorite bands, like three of them, in um, UC Berkeley co-op dorm house, mm-hmm. and so it's at it's called Kingsman Hall, and every once in a while they just throw like shows, and um, so I saw a band called Mom Jeans. I've heard of them. I've heard of Mom Jeans. Yeah, Mom Jeans is great. I think they there's this band called like Car Seat Headrest. That they they're kind of similar to them, and okay. I remember sent, li, lo, listening to them on Spotify. Yeah, Mom Jeans is great, and this was like so. When they I saw them play before they had released their album that blew up, mm-hmm. and so like I met them and I was friends with them, and I drove out to Fresno to see them in a coffee shop with thirty other. There was like <laughs> thirty yeah. people, and like next. Five months later, they're touring U.S. Yeah, and it was like they just played to fifteen people, like me and my friends, and yeah. like the rest of the bands. Like yeah. That was, that was about it. And then, um, so I saw them in Berkeley, and it was at a co-op dorm house. So it was just, it was literally just a party. Yeah. And there was packed out people, and everyone was loving it, and they were all like friends of the Everybody's band. Everybody's connected. And yeah. so they were just 
so going so hard, yeah. and all the other bands killed it, and they're like, like when so I I didn't I wasn't supposed to get in because I was like sixteen. It yeah. was we're like oh like where's your college ID? I'm like, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have one. They're like, do you have a license? I'm like yeah, here. And they're like, oh, ninety nine. Friends like, with the band. <laughs> what are you doing? Like you like we have this is like a party. Like yeah. I'm like uh. Like Max, Max, like Max, come over here. Like he's like, oh yeah, he's with me. He's good. Just let him in. Yeah. And so my friend Patrick got in because he, he had mm-hmm. a college ID. Because in England, the last two years of high school are mm-hmm. called college. So he's like, oh Henley College. Yeah, you're right in. Mm-hmm. Like just didn't even question. And so I'm, I'm like sitting there for like ten minutes. I'm like, dude, I drove an hour and a half for this. Like let me in. And so I got in, but it was really cool. Like got to talk to the band and all that after driving all the way to Fresno to see them so they had like yeah. some respect and they like talked to us really like a lot mm-hmm. and so that was one of the best shows I've ever been to and that was just like a party and then oh man that was a, it was great and then what I like about that is like most people you see it's like oh I saw Beyonce at like yeah. Levi Stadium I'm like, I, I would never go to that yeah like, <laughs> like Catfish and the Bottom End are playing which is one of my favorite bands yeah. along with Green Day and Oracle are you going to that? They're, no, they're playing. They're playing O.co. They're not playing Oracle. Okay. They're playing a stadium. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to go to that. I don't know if I want to spend like eighty dollars to. I think it'll be worth it. Me, I probably 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 end up going because Captures and Wildman I've heard are just amazing live. Are they opening for Green Day? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I would go see that because if you haven't seen like a have you seen a stadium show? Yeah, I have. I've seen a couple. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the best show ever was. Mine was. Uh, I saw Robert Plant at the Greek Theater. Oh, dude, I saw Temple of the Dog at um, yeah. the um, not the Warfield. Uh, the what's the the venue next to the Capitol Building? Uh, <laughs> I saw anyway. I saw Temple of the Dog there, which is Chris Cornell. The Warfield. Uh... And um. So that was, was a tribute band in the 90s? To yeah, no, 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 I yeah, know, yeah. I know. And so I got to see them, which is like, that was, what, that was the album that made me like, all right, like, I really want to do this. Like, I heard Temple of the Dog, like, my dad was like, oh, you should listen to this. Like, I was going through his CDs, I'm like, what's this? And he's like, oh, it's pretty cool, like, it's, it's like the guy from Sungarden. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like 13, and I went and played the CD through in my, in like, my own stereo. And I was the like, Masonic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went... What I like about them is, like, they are not Soundgarden, but no. there's, like, hints of Soundgarden yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, just Chris Cornell, like, yeah. he's so unique, but that, I got to see them, I was with my dad, and I was just like, holy shit, like, yeah. that might have been the best show I've ever seen. I still think the most, I saw, I saw, the first time I saw Robert Plant, I saw him with the, ba- the Band of Roses, Okay. and they played no Zeppelin stuff. Like, they played, like, Ramble On and stuff, but, like, I didn't appreciate it. I was like, why aren't they playing Zeppelin? I was kind of, like, angry. Yeah. But then I saw him again, and then I just, I was just listening to Robert Plant, like, sing. Dude. Oh, and then it was like, this guy is weirdly good. Yeah. Like, it was like, it's like, this guy's like, <laughs> I always, when I see people like that, I was like, this guy's been through, like, he just, like, all those videos I see, like, BBC Led Zeppelin 1968, like, like that was that's him. him. Yeah. yeah, it's like... Uh, that guy in like that one album photo it's like yeah. that's him yeah and then it's, it's um, like a little shock that goes on yeah and then I would say I saw Roger Waters at Oracle with my dad in like 2011 but there was something like 
just watching the wall, it was, like, something weird. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, no. that opened my eyes to, like, music, music. But I still think the biggest thing of music I ever see, like, change, like, my perspective on it was, uh, um, that Randy Rhodes. There's something about him. Have you ever yeah. seen his solos video? Yeah. Let me play it for you real quick. Yeah, Temple of the Dog and, um, like, Eric Clapton and Jimi Hendrix were, like, the things that, yeah, like, yeah. Had, like, holy Eric shit. Eric Clapton's crazy. Eric Clapton is crazy. <laughs> and so, uh, do you know who, um, what's his name? Do early Clapton, though. The, oh, the, Cream. Like, Cream is, like, one of my favorite bands. Well, I have, uh, whatever, right? Like, yeah, I just bought the... Uh, Disraeli Gears. Okay. Oh, holy crap. Like, if you just don't think I've heard this. You've never? Oh, I've heard... I, so, like, I'm so confused because some yeah. of the albums are, like, the same songs. Yeah. Just put together differently. Andy Rose. But, yeah. But, like, you can, like... Like, just, just listen to, like, this part. Okay. Have you heard... Have you heard the, um the recording of when he had a take in the studio and he just yeah. went yeah and then they could just the, the guy just like kept recording yeah and then yeah they played it for Ozzy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he's so good Twenty-two. He's so good. This is the. I think this. These next. This solo and the next song is the greatest thing ever. He's in his fingers. Like, look at his right hand. Yeah. Barely does anything. See? Yeah. imagine just, like seeing that live and like no. your friend takes you to a concert and that just happens <laughs> that's not even the main solo in the song though. no Sabbath? Not as much as I like uh, original Ozzy Osbourne. I do like some Sabbath, but yeah. not as much. Like War Pigs and stuff, like that. That is the best album, honestly. Like this one. I have that one as well.
This is the best song ever. Just listen to this song. I don't even like I'm not even like that big of like a metal fan like even cause like if you listen to like oh, have you listened to this? Yeah. this is Randy Rose <laughs> okay this is so spooky Because yeah. like I remember, there's this podcast that his brother does, Kelly Rose, and it's like yeah, he's pure classical music. That's crazy. All of it, but he, oh yeah, all those guys have crazy influences. Yeah. Like I know, uh, oh, it? it was some metal band. I was talking about. I was listening to. And I was like, what's your guys' biggest influence? Like Helter Skelter, and then it's like there is some like hardcore like metal band. It's like yeah, well once we heard Helter Skelter, it's like. That was it. That's why. Um, There's this one guy I'm blanking on right now. I need. I'm just trying to figure it out. Uh, he's. I, I. So I'm a big like blues guy. Like I. Uh-huh. I was first taught guitar on blues. So like. I do think a lot of guitar is in all of it's like influenced by like that. Well, everything blues comes scale. from jazz basically. Yeah. Only classical and jazz, but like, jazz breaks off into blues. So like I I learned, I studied blues guitar for like I don't know, like two years, and then. I was like, okay, I'm like kind of for like what I'm playing. Like, I, I didn't ever learn music music theory, but I learned a lot of blues theory, I guess you can say. So it's just a lot of like improvisation. So I learned how to mm-hmm. completely just play along to anything. And then I'm like, all right, well, I want to learn what I'm doing. 
and like I want to get faster because blues isn't necessarily really fast like classical guitar and yeah. jazz guitar you can just like yeah. blow through scales and I'm like alright I'm going to learn how to do that and so that's what I've been working on now because like I just take jazz lessons every week and it's, it's crazy where are you taking lessons? Uh, uh, guitar showcase just okay. there yeah. and so I've been with the same teacher since I was like 4th grade okay and so me and him were like really cool and then that guitar showcase is that that's a that's a really good guitar show. Yeah, I like that store. A that lot. yeah. Like, if I have anything I need to get that's guitar related, like I'm gonna go there and make sure yeah. they have it first. Yeah. Dude, guitar center is like so overpriced and stuff. Well, guitar center sucks, and if you don't know gear insanely well, you're gonna get ripped off. Because mm-hmm. that's what they do. They like they're taking advantage of yeah. people that. Look, well, like, they know took advantage doing. of me when I bought that. Well, I bought that guitar. Like, I, I even went to, like, five other guitar shops just to see if they had that, yeah, so I didn't know. have to give it to yeah, them. Yeah, and the Guitar Center's got yeah. the widest selection. And then, so I was like, okay, I want to buy that. I didn't want to really give my money to that. <laughs> but I just want to get it. And I was like, do you guys have any, like... Because you know how they usually have, like, sales and Dude, stuff going yeah. on. I was like, do you guys have any sales coming up? And they're like, no. And then when I bought it, like, was a it was a sale in, like, the next two weeks. And I was like, this guy just wanted the commission. Yeah. And then, like, I didn't want to, like, do you want to have sales? Keep yeah, this shit. Like, but awesome. that, that guitar, like, there's some, like... Like it's I don't know, there's something about that guitar. It's a great guitar. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a cool looking guitar as well. Mm-hmm. And then like this amp too. Like I bought this amp for like sixty bucks. But like Why the thing. Yeah. Is it night train or is it just the? It's a Valvetronic. It's okay. a modeling amp, so you can get a lot of different tones. Yeah. And for like what I want to do, exactly. it's like perfect because yeah. I can get like a good clean tone on it. And I and I like playing around with different sounds. Yeah. And you get so many different sounds out of it. Yeah. And just for like fifty dollars, while well, you can get like some shitty like Fender Lines. combo line that. six. I hate Line six, and I hate Fender Mustang. Well, because the thing about those, or it's like, because this is still, this has a tube in it too, so you can, really? yeah, like. You got it for fifty bucks. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that is a yeah, no, it has it back there, and then. That's um, crazy. No, like that solid state tone of like, yeah, like that. So crazy. it's so treble, yeah. like sharp. Cheesy. Yeah. There's there's something to a tube guitar, and it's not necessarily such a big difference, but so much of your playing comes from feedback of what you're hearing. Yeah. And so, like, if you if you have a good feeling guitar, and you have a crappy tone, like you don't. Yeah, well, a lot of it is the amp. Like yeah. my brother was gonna get he he's 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 much much better than I am too. And then um, uh, he was gonna get a, a electric guitar, and he's like, for what I want to get, I'm gonna get a shitty amp, and you can't you can't let it sing with each other. Like if you play one of those PRSs, have you seen those PR? Like those are the most beautiful guitars I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. Where, like handcrafted, like but like. Why they sound so good is like, cause they're they're in a a Marshall just cranked oh, yeah. up to the top, yeah. and it's like when Kirk Hammett's playing it, it's like it's sing- oh, yeah. each note is like singing <laughs> on that humbucker. Sing, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So guitar tone is like more important than the guitar. Like you, you should invest in an amp before a guitar because yeah. you can play a Fender um, Squire Strat yeah. through a nine hundred dollar Fender Reverb. Deluxe or uh-huh. Twin Reverb, and then that's gonna sound better than playing yeah. eleven hundred dollars. Do you use all your money to like you get from your shows to upgrade your equipment, kind of? Or no, so usually with the band stuff, it just goes into a cycle of merch mm-hmm. or recording. Like we went to San Diego and recorded in Staten for three days, all off just the band's money. Yeah. So that was like that's what we put it towards, but. Um, I don't, we don't do you really, just do you work and stuff to get money? Yeah, so so basically my studio is where I've been getting most of my money this summer. Okay. And so that yeah, people come in real quick. Yeah. So some I had, I had like I don't know like eight bands come this summer, 
And so, like, like everyone on that Jeff's talk list has, like, recorded with me, basically. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It, I have to charge him, like, a decent thing. Because you do work. You have to yeah, do a lot of I work. Just, it's, it's like, honestly. People don't understand. They don't. Like, they'll be like, well, I'm, I'm giving a really good deal just because, like, I'm not necessarily like a, a real studio, even yeah. though I'm getting close to a sound of like a real yeah. studio. But like the gear I've put in, like in Pro Tools itself is five hundred dollars, like mm-hmm. the the DAW software. And this is all just from like what you've saved up on. Yeah, and so like basically, if I make money off of something, I I almost immediately spend it on something. So like my yeah. rig is really nice because I've worked a lot just to. It's like fifty dollars. Let's put this. Into yeah, space. like uh, oh, I just had a recording job this weekend, three hundred dollars. Like I'm gonna go buy a pedal. Yeah. Like that reverb pedal I was talking about was like two hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah. And I was like, it didn't work, and I was like, oh. Yeah. But like, yeah. I just got my job, and it was like, even with like that. Yeah. Because I just started because I, I I quit football not too long ago. Yeah. And then. So you have a lot more time. So I do have I have eight eight more hours a day to like do stuff, <laughs> and because I was full into it, so I was like, I need to start picking up some other stuff. Yeah. And then my brother came back, and he got a. He got a Martin, and then, um, and then so he gave me this, and then I was like, "This is so, like this is so much fun." <laughs> yeah. And then I went to I just and I kept on going to guitar center every day because right next to my work. So during my break, I was just like, "Well, walk there." During guitar lessons, right before I go. And, and then like, I was just like, and I would go and I would play that guitar for like two hour, like an hour during my break every single. And then after work, I would go play it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna buy it. Yeah. I just got a, I just got an eight hundred dollar check. I'm yeah. just gonna with my seven. Like I'm just gonna buy this. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it's so tempting. And then I went and bought like, and then I was like, fuck, I need an amplifier now. Yeah. And I just message people because you can buy like a shitty amp from them for like hundred twenty dollars. So, they like, have the worst. And then with right? the P90s, it's like feedback, feedback, yeah. feedback. And then I was like, I remember, and then I researched. Oh yeah, I had a good old box like back in the day. Yeah. And then so I just messaged some guy. He's like. Hundred dollars on the th- on Craigslist, and I was like, "I'll give you fifty. Like it's been up here for twenty seven days." He's like, "All right, <laughs> dude, that's awesome." And then um, yeah, I gave him. I was like, "Dude, I'm in school. I don't have yeah. much money." Like, and he, yeah, yeah. you could see it's been up there for a while. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, "Yeah, I just met him, and then just bought it. Spent another like fifty dollars on cables and stuff." And I was yeah. like, "I just came home, played for like, and now every time I come home." Just play, play, play for, like, two or three hours. Dude, yeah, it's so great. It's, like... And I don't really try to write. Like, yeah, I don't write. You don't have to. I just, like... I have, like, ten guitar books right there. I just play. Yeah. And I just, like, try to play. I just... I don't know. Like, and I do want to, like, feel... Like, my future with this podcast, like, what I want to do... Yeah. Is, like, in five, six, six... Like, if... I know one day it'll yeah. hit. I know, it will, like, I have some small following now, but one day I get, like, a bigger one, hopefully. Yeah. Um, is, and if I ever, because a lot of people do live podcasts on the tour, like, my dream is, like, first 30 minutes is, like, a, a live band Dude, playing, like, I local can, musicians. I can help or, you out with that, because I have... Lo- local, I don't even want to do it, like, now, I want to do it in, like, a while. Yeah. And then, because even if you listen to my podcast from the beginning you to have now, the, you have the songs you though. have the... Yeah, in the beginning, I always, yeah. whatever song I just listen to, just yeah. throw it in there. And like, I think that's an element to that's it. Cool. Every, everybody's like, what song is that? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, uh, no, but I always just want to, like, put 30 minutes of, like, this local musician, just, like, local musician that they want to play one song, two songs, three songs, cool. 40 minutes, and then, and then I want to come on after, play, and not play, uh, just do my podcast for, like, an yeah. hour, but I think, like, promoting that, those people... Like, those really local cool. musicians. Or like, that would be so that'd be really fun. Cool. Yeah. And then, 
Yeah, uh, that's like my dream, dream of it. Yeah. And that would be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, basically... Where do you want to go with, like... Do you think you're in it for the long run? Like, I, you don't think you can escape it? I don't think I can, dude. Yeah. I, like, if I'm right now... Are you just going to keep on doing it until you hit? Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, working hard just... Alright, back to the gear thing really quick. Like, <laughs> That's the thing about gear, this podcast. Like, you want to talk about one yeah. thing, and you'll just talk about something yeah. else. The gear, like, everything I buy, I'm like, oh, wait, you know what? It's for my studio. Like, yeah. And, like, I'm a total gear nerd with, like, guitars, music, or, like, recording stuff. Like Just listening to videos oh, on I watch YouTube. so much stuff on, like... Gear just, man, dude. <laughs> yeah, just all of that. And, like, I don't know. Do you watch Anderson's? Yeah. Dude, I binge that, that stuff. Anyway, everything I buy, I'm like, oh, you know what? It's, like, in addition to the studio. And, like, I'll just... If the band wants to use it, it's there, right? And so, like, I had this excuse for, like, spending my money. Yeah. And, like, I mean, it's true. Like, whenever a band comes to record, and they're like, what's your... What do you have? And, like, I send this giant list yeah. of, of gear I have. And, like, oh, my God. Okay. Oh, so you let them use your amps. Yeah, I let them use my amps. Because, like, if they bring in, like, a Fender Mustang, like, dude, like... Yeah. I have... A seven, Take that shit I have, $7, I have $700 amp head right here. Just, like, plug into that. So you have double stacks, right? I, I have I have a half stack. So it's the uh-huh. 4x12 cabinet. Oh, but yeah. I have two amp heads. And I have... Uh, Laney, sixty-five watt solid state. Mm-hmm. It was like two hundred thirty bucks, but it it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. So like, if a band ever wants like a different, clean, just pure, it doesn't do distortion. It sounds okay. terrible, but like, just a good, decent, clean tone. Like, does it more? Is it bright? Yeah, I wouldn't say it's Marshall because Marshall like has this weird like high end like, floating element. I guess like whenever yeah. I want a band's guitar tone to be like sitting just on top of the mix and like, just there and like clean and beautiful mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like go through the Marshall mm-hmm. and then whenever I want like a slight what up, Marshall is it? it's a DSL 15 mm-hmm. so it's it's like it's just a 15 watt amp head but you can push those things yeah. to where you, you can break up is it tubed and everything? yeah it's tubed how much was it? it was like 5 49. that's not bad yeah so it's it and you can buy the cabinets for pretty cheap yeah, right? I, I got my cabinet for cheap and so I'm it, I'm gonna upgrade that pretty soon but um, yeah so whenever I, I just throw them on that what do you like, perform live with? I sometimes use... I've tried using both at the same time, uh-huh. which was really cool. And then I was just like... Oh, you put both of them together? Yeah. Do you... What, you said you had an orange one, too, yeah. right? Yeah. I think so those are the coolest amps. They are. They're really cool. Do you and record with that one? I do. So yeah. I'll, I'll throw... It depends on the band's genre. But between those two amps, I have a pretty good, like wide range of stuff I can do with it. Mm-hmm. And then plus all the pedals. Any tone they need, it's like, it's there. And like, I also have the Epiphone semi-hollow with humbuckers and I have my strat that also has a single humbucker yeah I saw I, that why'd you put that in there because I was playing in like a pop punk band like oh, I, needed, yeah. I needed like grit have I you was, seen the the because I had a I had a Mexican strat yeah uh, it was really similar to yours HSS? same color and everything and then I put a Seymour Duncan single coil humbucker on there yeah. have you seen those yeah I have yeah and it sounded sick Dude, I yeah. put it as a bridge pickup exactly. and then it was like okay yeah. like you can totally no no, no I put it, I put it as a neck pickup really yeah and so then, you wanted like that yeah it was something cool. I love neck pickups like it was yeah. like it's heavier kind of it's thicker yeah definitely and then it sounded so awesome but I saw I needed some money for yeah, so, so I fucking regret giving that guitar away. Dude, I gave I, it away for like three hundred fifty bucks I'm never selling a guitar yeah it's, I, it's like it's been a, like, I made that promise like yeah. a few months ago I'm like yeah. you know what I'm never gonna sell yeah like a my brother me and my brother like I had like. A, I had an Epiphone SG a while ago. Yeah. Like, my brother and me, we've had, like, a couple PRSs. Yeah. Like, we've just had... And we've just always, like, trade and trade and trade and trade and trade them. 
And then, like, now he's just like, yeah. Like, my brother was going to buy something, like, a more expensive, like, electric. But he's like, no, let me buy Martin instead. Yeah. Let me save for what I want to do. I'd rather just save up for a while. Because he still has, like, student loans and stuff. Yeah. So he's pay off. So he's like, let me pay that stuff off. Let me get, like, a $600 good Martin guitar. And then later, I can get what I want. Like, yeah. a good... Dude, it, I'm, I'm really fortunate to have, like, something involved with music to mm. make money. Yeah. Because, like, here I am putting everything I want, all my money into something. Yeah. Which just feeds me more money. Because, like, yeah. I just invested, like, $1,000 in mics, and, like, the sound went... Yeah. Uh, my sound quality was, like, through the roof compared yeah. to what I was doing before. Yeah. And so, That's like, a good thing about podcasts. You, you just yeah. get this thing. Dude, yeah. And you just throw it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you have two of those, you can just set it up next, yeah. like, close the little close. Yeah. Sound like... Yeah, no, I'm just going to get more, hopefully, yeah, get yeah. something from them. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but, no, yeah. my first podcast, dude, I had it you right here. Fun. I was driving. I was like, you know what? It's like 9 o'clock. I'm going to start my podcast. Yeah. It was like early January. And then I just had it. Like, I was driving with my phone like this. Like, phone yeah. I was talking. You can hear like, the car noises in That's the back. Funny. And then I recorded another one like a month later and then I recorded like this football one yeah. like uh, two weeks after that and I was like you know what these are awful so I did about like 60 different like 50 different more podcasts and then I didn't I was like I didn't want to release any of yeah. those I just want to practice and get some sort of thing down so if you listen to like and then I was like but I want to release my first three because yeah. they're so shitty and then <laughs> In, like, May, I put out my fourth one yeah. just for, like, the fun of... So I put out my fourth one, but I still released my first three just on yeah. the same day. Yeah, yeah, And then, um, and then I just kind of... And then you can see on my, from my third one to my fourth one, it's like, I'm not awkward anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, then... It's, it's gotta be And then from, like, and then you can see, like, my fifth one to, like, my sixth one, I get a little better. Yeah. Sixth one to seventh, I start getting better. And then I started having, like, my friend on... And then the best thing is having like, a person on talking yeah, about yourself. Like, I, I can do it because like I'm kind of nuts, so I can like I have, like that ranting gene. I can't imagine to just talk for an hour. Like it's weird talking to yourself, like yeah. screaming about something. Yeah, dude. I and can't then but, like bouncing something off of somebody. It's like you weird. won't tell. Like we've done an hour and forty eight minutes, <laughs> and then it's like you're, you're serious? yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I mean it's totally cool. Like, what made you just hop into it? Uh, I listen to every single podcast. Ever? Like, I just yeah. always listen to, like, I don't listen to music. Like, I have no make, t- I force myself to keep listening to music, because yeah. I'm so obsessed with, like, I love learning to, and then I would say, like, when I was older, when I was growing up, I was the youngest of three yeah, of my so. brothers, so, like, whatever I would say was kind of, like, cut off by them, so I would That's honestly cool. say, like, I wanted to, like, have <laughs> someone, here. someone to, like, talk to. So, oh, yeah. and then, like, once I started, like, oh, shit, there's actually some people, like, listening to me. Like, I know on SoundCloud, I get around, like, SoundCloud and iTunes are different, because, like, but I get, like, a good amount. SoundCloud's of, a different, different whole, whole thing. Yeah, because the thing about SoundCloud is, like, you follow people who also have podcasts. Yeah. They follow you back. They'll, like, yeah. message you, like, what are you doing with this? What mic cool. do you use? That's and cool. then everybody follows each other on SoundCloud. Yeah. And then, um... Dude, yeah, I recently got into podcasts where I just listened to, like, my friend's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm listening to, like, the nerdiest stuff, like, hist- like I don't know if you know Revisionist History. Yeah. With Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. I love Malcolm Gladwell, so, like, Yeah. I don't listen to that one. Dude. He scares me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's crazy, and it's, like, super, like, I mean, it's honestly kind of depressing stuff, but, like... Yeah. It's, I, I, I totally like yeah. that. I listen to all, I listen to every single comedy podcast. Really? Yeah, because, yeah. and then... 
Oh, sometimes... Yeah, no, I honestly, I can't say I listen to any good serious podcasts. Like, Rogan, Joe Rogan, well, I don't know if you know him, but he has, like, he has the biggest podcast. Okay. Um, he'll sometimes have, like, people that are more serious on, but he's also a comedian. Yeah, so... Um, I got in just from A Street Podcast. Just yeah, do, and then do you, do you watch A Street? A Street. A Street. A Street. It's on YouTube. It's Ethan. Yeah. Ethan Klein. It's just like a YouTuber. I I honestly probably I won't too. say I know it. I would say I've listened to so many. I've probably heard of it. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah, um, you know, but yeah, I just started, and then every day and then every week I was like, I just like this, and then I had a conversation with. I did it with my friend Colin, and I was like, okay, that was fun, and then I was like, I did a couple more about myself, and I was like, I want to start, like, having people, and then, no, well, the thing is, is it's such a good platform of, like, having people, like, share what they want to talk about, and, like, when would you, if I didn't have this podcast, like, would we be talking for two hours? No. No. Like, I had Sarah on, like, I had Sarah on. I know Sarah, I think that's how I found you. Yeah, and then it's like, I just... Like, I didn't talk to Sarah for four years, and I had her on, and then we talked for, like, an hour, yeah. and, like, 50, like an hour and, like, 45 minutes. I, like, cut some stuff out, because it was, like, the sound quality was kind of yeah. shitty. So just recording at that time. Do you listen back to all of it? No. No? No. Dude, I can't imagine. Because I know, like... I do listen to some things, because, like, some... I listen, like, if I'm... I'll listen to, like, a little bit of it. I was listening to, like, my early ones to see what I was doing wrong. Yeah, that's, that's fair. But, yeah, no, like, and then I had, like, Joe, I had my friend Joe Namba on. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, he had some, he had this part where he was, like, ripping into his girlfriend. Like, and then I was like, <laughs> okay, like, this is weird. But, like, you could see, like, that part, like, the the listening of that part, like, you can see, like, the stuff on iTunes and SoundCloud, like, yeah. that part, like, was so elevated on, like, the people listening just to that yeah. part, and I was like, okay, like, Damn. there's something, and then I just had one of my friends, Zahond, on, yeah. who had, like, a good story, yeah. and, like, his was good, and Nick was on, it's all about getting people with the following, and yeah. then, it's, it's even, totally cool. but it's all about promoting it, yeah. like, even I told, I told Nick, like, Nick and me, had like, he had a pretty good, like, uh, ratings on it, and then, um, uh, God, what was it? And then, but he didn't really promote it. And then you could see, like, yeah. he didn't, nothing happened. If you, if you put it on, like, Sahan put it on Instagram. I was like, put it, put it on for, he's like, let me post it on my yeah. story. Uh, and I was like, it's not going to get much. Like, I'm going to tell you, it's not going to get much. And then he posted on the story, it didn't get anything. Yeah. And he posted on his Instagram. I was like, put it on for one day, I'll tell you. 220 listeners, just like that. Yeah. And it's, um. It's weird. And then, because people, people are friends with these people, and then yeah. they want to hear, like, what they're about. Like, you're probably, like, if you post it, you're going to see, like, all your, like, people who, like, listen to your music. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they'll promote it, like, on music. Like, there's so much that, like, a hashtag can do. Like, oh, hashtag dude, the hashtags are insane. And then, I think the power of Instagram is, like, it's, it's weird. Because, like, what I'm doing Facebook. now is, like, uh, like, I don't use Facebook, I don't dude. use Twitter. I don't use I what I do now is I go follow people who are like into certain music yeah. and I'll be just the DM. Dude. You send two hundred fifty DMs. If you get two people, it says copy is you, all you do is per send a message, paste, good. Yeah. It takes five seconds. You got two hundred fifty people, you get four listeners. Those four listeners like it. Those four go. people tell two other yeah. people, that two other <laughs> people tell one people. Yeah. From those two hundred fifty DMs, I got nine people to listen <laughs> and I got nine new listeners. There you go. And then um, yeah, you just gotta be proactive. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't just 
managers. You can't be like, oh, I need to like keep on because at some point I was like, oh, let me just power through it, you know. Yeah. And Facebook. And then, yeah, and then I don't really, I don't know. I just I was starting to do stuff with Facebook, well, but I just didn't. My thing is, I don't really, I don't really want to spend too much money on it, and no, I know you have no, to. No, Facebook promote. sucks for any sort of promotion. It's just so for me, like. I because so your I, band got pretty big for like a little bit in twenty sixteen, right? Yeah, it was it was that's when it was it was like going strong and then it slowed down. But like for me, Facebook is where I do all like networking. Like I have friends all over the country that are in large bands mm-hmm. because I played a show with this guy from Indiana who blew up, mm-hmm. and I played a show. Or I, I'm friends with Eric Butler, the singer of Mom Jeans. So mm-hmm. like he blew up and. He went on tour, so he had all these yeah. connections. And I have this other guy named Max. She's like, who can toured, I work for you? <laughs> who toured, yeah, like all of this. And then I'm like, I have three friends right now that have mutual friends with famous, yeah. I mean, in my eyes, like yeah. famous musicians. And yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to start adding everyone on Facebook. Yeah. And so right now I'm at 730 friends or something yeah. like that. But like 400 of them And this are, is all for four walk. This is just walk, in general. Just yourself. Yeah, so like, like bands that I listen to and like all my friends listen to, I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I'm friends with them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I have a 20 mutual friends with them. Yeah. And so, like, last night, I went and, like, um, just looked up a bunch of bands and their singers, and I was just like, I wonder who I have mutual friends with. And mm-hmm. I went and checked. I'm like, well, here's... And, like, if... So, like, me and my, my band right now is thinking about tours for just a random week in October, because we, we have a show that we're going to go play down south for fun with our... Because mm-hmm. I have friends... Just playing a band down there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, let's let's get something going. And then we just made friends with a band from Sacramento. So we're like, Sacramento here, San Luis Obispo, Santa Barbara, L.A., San Diego, Temecula, and like, you those just get are some all like West Coast things. Yeah. yeah, and like we can do a tour. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, okay, well, for future reference, I want to have as many Facebook friends that are out of state because all it takes is like a message, hey, dude. Like, can we get a show together? Mm-hmm. My band's gonna be on tour. Or blah, you mean they 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 have a show? Like, can I open for you? Yeah, like, yeah. Or like, songs? if they're in, in there, if they're in like out of state, you just be like, and just for future reference, if you were planning for an out of state tour, because it's a lot of planning. Yeah. <laughs> you just message them. Like, I I tried booking this band from Portland just because they found me on Facebook or something. So when you book, do you like then do you call the venue yeah, or are you like friends with the venue or I'm friends with the venue that I usually book with. So Okay. Like, so you usually just play at one place or So like this one that I was trying to book, like both times I wasn't even playing. It was just mm-hmm. like I really like your stuff. You're from Portland, Oregon, you're coming on tour through here. Like here's your day. I'm gonna call up every band I know and get a lineup and then give it to the venue. So you play shows though. You try to do yeah. shows. You don't try to just do one thing. No. Like yeah. you haven't played a show where it's just you. No. No. Okay. no. I oh I don't I can't sing, which sucks. Uh-huh. So I can't ever you do know, like, you're not solo a singer? stuff. No, yeah. I, I I I can try. <laughs> I wish I could sing, but like It's like Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page said not not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um I just was like, Alright, let's get this band going and then it like ended up falling through which sucked. But like, I can... That's cool, though. Let me show you something real quick. There's this one band. It's called City of the Sun. They don't have a singer, either. Um, let me, let me, they're, they're just instrumental. And let me show you them. You'll... Like, music... Oh, right there. <laughs> just listen to this. Like, I like these venues. 
these with like coffee pads. Yeah, dude. Just listen to these guys. This type of music that like people who like just listen to like Beyonce and like and not that they're bad but like you don't even that to like this is something else like yeah. this type of it's just a guy on a guitar yeah. two guys on a guitar and some pearl little yeah, box home, dude. and you just and they like they're rocking oh yeah like more like have you seen like something hard like they're head banging it's like this acoustic music but it's like I know, incredible. It's cool crazy yeah and they're like busking and so do you ever have you ever thought of busking what's that like playing in the streets oh dude i have thought about that and i, I don't know what i would do on a busking tour <laughs> <laughs> you should that's what that's how passenger got big <sighs> like he just went every day on the street he just and there's videos of ed sheeran like when he was really young yeah just playing in the middle of like this um in the middle of a uh what was it in a train station yeah. and like he just has people like following him and then um yeah and he's such, such a presence in the train station like big groups of people and you'd like talk to them and yeah, yeah it's all about you've never thought about that i have I, pull up to like venice just guitar just do dude, yeah like, maybe i just i don't know like but the thing about the thing i like about play even you know? even if you like 
So, like, when you... Like, your new band. So, like, when you... Do you think you could play, like, that song you showed me? Do you think you could play that on acoustic? Yeah. I, and, you're, and your drummers are... Like, you can just listen to him drumming. Yeah. Like, he has... Oh, he's, dude, he's he's rhythm. He's like so if you good. gave him one of those things, one of those, oh, yeah. like he could do it. Yeah. Like if you bought your guitar, him and just your singer. Yeah. You guys have something like he can. Your singer can sing. He can and sing. he and it's not that he's trying to be somebody like and you're not even comparing him to somebody like you're a four block walk singer like you're, I'm trying to compare him to somebody like this guy's not comparable because yeah. he has his own thing. Yeah. And you can no, just yeah. tell. Like, you just can do I'm, something like I'm that. really excited to record. Like, it's going to be... Like, they busk, like, like this. Like, they just pull, pull up to somewhere. Yeah. It, I mean, like, it, it's totally possible. I've never really thought about it. Like, pull up. Get some, like, small amp. Central Park, yeah. Yeah, they just pull up. Like, you can just pull up to some... With a little cube amp. Yeah, and if they tell you to leave, just fucking go down the street. Crazy dude, yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Get one of those like mini Marshall, like small, yeah. like recording amps, dude. That could be cool. And tell, yeah, and like I know Passenger when he was going, getting big, he said he doesn't, he didn't accept any money from people. He's like, if you want to just support me, buy my five dollar CD. Yeah. If you want to give me a dollar, don't give it to me. Give it to some homeless guy. Yeah. Don't do like, yeah. That's cool. Just pull up to like Los Gatos Park, dude. Yeah. And start playing. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. And just, yeah, it's just without even, like, really telling people. Just see if you can draw an audience. Just go to Santa Cruz or something. Yeah. And just some mainstream on Santa Cruz. San Francisco. Yeah. And then if someone tells you, like, the police come, and like, you're just trying to play some music. All right, dude. I'll, yeah. And if they tell you to leave, just be like, you just go down, go from, like, H Street to, like, this yeah. other street. Dude, that could be really cool. No, it's all about exploring it. Yeah. Exploring every single... Like, they're... Like, that's so simple. It is. It's just two, a guy, like, two people on guitar. Yeah. And a guy on a, literally a box. And yeah. he just has his fingers taped, ready to go. And they, I mean, yeah, it's a, it could, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, yeah, no, there, there's a lot of bands like, it's just, that, that's the thing that kind of frustrates, frustrates me about some people that are just so oblivious to, there's so many other stuff too. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, some people like, don't like music, you know? Yeah, and I would Some say people. for, like, a year I didn't, and I don't want to be, like, a hypocrite, because yeah. I say, still say, like, when I want to listen to music, dude, I'll just put on, I'll just put, a, my favorite thing I do is I'll just put on the wall. Yeah. I'll just listen to the wall over and yeah. over and over again. I do, I do the same, I'm like, I have 1,800 songs on my phone, mm-hmm. but, like, if I'm just going on a short ride, like I'm going to play on, like, like yeah. my most recent big yeah. album, right? Yeah. Because, like, I even listen to... This is a new band I'm starting to like a lot. It's called Mute Math. Ever heard of them? It's I feel like, like I have. Or yeah. Is that the one you showed me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you heard that new song. Yeah. Like, that song, like, if you listen to the f- first couple albums they have, it was a lot like your band. Like, they're trying to develop this, like, weird indie tone, and then they started using the guitar as not, like, a guitar, but, like, this... Because I feel for with these new bands that they're trying to make... The guitars now, like, it's not the main thing anymore no, it's like it's, this it's it's like a it's like this new it's just a noise now but like now you're molding the noise like while obviously like back in like the 80s 70s it's like that's the main thing yeah it was the guitar like, yeah but I mean everything revolves around that 45 second blasted solo, solo. Yeah. and honestly like I think one of the songs we have has a solo 
and like, I it's weird because like I could just go shred through every song, right? But that would just be crappy. Like no one would like that mm -hmm. except for me because I'm getting to play yeah. a solo. But like, you have to balance. And like the thing my guitar teacher was talking about is like, space is just as important as what you're playing. Uh -huh. Like to space out your notes. For especially blues and, and jazz, like if you go listen to a, a blues or like Albert King, like there's almost like a full bar of just nothing yet, and then he comes in with his wild bend. Yeah, like I saw BB King, <sighs> Do you dude. BB King played from the tenth to the thirteenth um, fret. No, it wasn't BB King. It was oh, fuck. Albert King. No, God, it was Chuck Berry. Okay. But it was just him. No, not Chuck Berry. No, well, I don't remember. It was one of those guys. Okay, one yeah. blues singer. And Buddy it guy. might have been, it still might have been BB King. I'm not Buddy 100% guy? sure yet. Buddy Guy. Is that him? It was at the Mountain Winery. They all okay. play there. Yeah. I used literally like just this, each pause in between the notes for like six seconds. And yeah. each. And then he comes in just. Yeah, it was. It's so simplified, but I was like, I was mesmerized. And it's, it's hard because what you. what. You think like when you hear a great guitar solo, like, like um, like the Ozzy Osbourne song you showed, like someone that can do it right can just shred yeah. the whole thing, right? And it's amazing. Yeah, but, but if like, you're not, if you're not if that, you're not, there's only one Randy Rose. Yeah, like, exactly. Like if you you can't do that completely, like you can't do it at all because just shredding through a scale won't sound good because every note he thought out, I'm sure. Yeah. Not thought out, but like. But he's still he's doing like scales, but there's like there's you can hear, there's but you can hear there's like. There's something to that yeah. that guitar solo. There's like, exactly. and then there's, um, you can really hear in all of Randy's stuff that there's like there's such like this classical influence yeah, exactly. behind exactly. it. Exactly, that's what it is. And then, um, but if yeah, just... like you can hear there's some like you don't a lot of solos you hear nowadays. It's just like some guy trying to like show off how yeah. fast like he can sweeping? play. Yeah, like sweeping's insanely impressive. Yeah, but people that just. It just so, sounds like sweet. It's annoying. Like, yeah. You're like, all right, dude, like, get it's it. It's like, so much bucket head you it, can listen to. Exa exactly. Like, imagine, like, you're playing, like, a blues solo, mm -hmm. and then for, you have the break, the pause, and then you sweep into yeah. a note, Yeah. and you don't do it again. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. It's so much more powerful. Yeah. But if you just sweep, suck through the whole song, yeah. like, you'd be like, all right, and they, and they just stay in one section. It's like, when the Randy yeah. plays, he'll be, like, He's all down in, like, the, dude, yeah. like, in the 18 to 22 section, yeah. and he'll go up high, yeah. where you're, like, playing up high, and then go back down, up, yeah. down, like... I still think the most impressive thing is Steal Away. Like that one, the, it was yeah. the third solo on there. It's like... I mean, if you can cover the whole neck, it's, it's that's so yeah. hard to do. Yeah. Because if you lose where you, where you are, like, mapped out, because everything is mapped up in your head yeah. while you're playing, and then if you lose it... Yeah. That's where I'm trying to get myself yeah. to, is, like, understand what tone, what sounds come from each, like, place. Yeah. And I do think, like... I'm gonna get to that level, and like I know it's gonna take time, like it with guitar. Yeah. Like I'm starting to understand where the notes are, yeah. like what sounds make complement what chords and stuff. Because I just got like back into it. Yeah, exactly. But still, I just kind of do it for fun. Getting back into it's the best part. Because yeah. What you got through already was the hardest part. Yeah, it's like under because I can play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I'm not learning. I'm learning a different way yes. now. Yeah. Yeah, but no. What was I? Gonna, I was in. God, we started this conversation. This part what was with it about? with where you're gonna what are you gonna try to take this to? Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, based on, if we if we can go back to that. Like, what's your dream like? Honestly, it's it's, it's not even. It's not, it feels like you're not even like like 
the money is coming I'm, like with it, kind of. It's kind of, like if I can live off of music in any way, I'll just be happy. Like yeah, I can. I can live. I can it. live in a shitty apartment with like one bedroom, right? Yeah. And have wait, where's your studio? Do you, it's in my garage. Oh, you so parents I, are just like okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's super cool. Like, but your parents are completely supportive. They're so supportive. It's, Do they it, come from a musical background? No, no. Not it's so weird. Like yeah. my brother plays drums, but he stopped playing. But like. Other than that, my aunt plays violin, kind yeah. of, and my mom learned flute, or something like that. Yeah. And, like, besides, she doesn't play anymore, but she played in, like, college or whatever. But no one in my family was, like, a musical person, and so, like, it was just, like, kind of out of nowhere to how yeah. far it took this. But, th- yeah, the studio's in the garage. I just think it takes one song to get it, you. Dude, that, that album, I'm telling you, Temple of the Dog album, kind of just threw Took it. you into yeah. the music. But, um, and also, like, just having to be sitting around, like, hear something else I can actually put myself into. Yeah. And I don't think with me, with such, a, like, when people say, like, they're bored and stuff, yeah. like, it's just like, dude, just grab, like, yeah. go listen well, to any, like, binge, just yeah. with some Brandon band you've never even album. seen before. Yeah, or, like, for me, like, if I, like, this other day, I was, like, I recorded from 11 a.m. to 6.30. Yeah. And, like, that's just constant music playing. And, like, the thing with forget recording... Forget to eat. Forget I, to do, you, yeah. I don't eat whenever yeah. I record. And then, like, band like a band came over to practice after. Yeah. I'm like, goddamn, it's 8 o'clock. And yeah. I've been in this garage the whole day. And, like, I've just been doing music. And then, like, I usually just go and play music. But, like, sometimes I'm like, all right, do I really need a break? Yeah. But I don't want to listen to silence. So that's when I get into podcast where I'm yeah. like, oh, I'll just put on podcast. Well, I do think it's important to... Like, where do you get your ideas for music? Because a lot of people go, like, travel and they go get, like, ideas mm-hmm. and go write. Like, what do you... You don't... Any, do, you write, do you write somewhere else other than, like, a house? Or do you ever go into somewhere else and go dude, write? Um, or, like, what's the meaning? When you're trying to write a song, do you try to have meaning behind yeah. each song? Or yeah. do you try to, like, force lyrics? I, I don't like to force lyrics. Most of my lyrics come from something. Or you just get into this... You, like, you have an idea and you build, like... You build a character and you build a story around this character mm-hmm. and then you make the song about this person and then you build the entire life of this person in your head. Yeah. Like like the and, wall, it's all about yeah. pink. Yeah. yeah, and then like you can have, like this one song we wrote was about uh, a person who lags in their life or is so out of the moment that they didn't even realize that how far they've come along through mm-hmm. life. So the opening line is, moment hit me like a wedding cake, as in like the wedding cake was the yeah. moment where he was like, holy shit, I'm getting married, I'm like yeah. 28, yeah. what the hell happened, right? And so this person doesn't exist, obviously, but in, me, and, me and Ben were like, dude, alright, this person is like this, and we're yeah. like bouncing all these ideas off, and then in my head was this like whole like scene, like a movie scene, of this guy sitting in a subway station, and one of the lines is about a subway station, people passing by or something like that, and the people passing by all have a destination of where they need to go, where they want to go for life. And he's just letting everyone pass by mm-hmm. and every train go through because he's just letting his life pass yeah. by. And so, like, this whole image of this one person yeah. is what we're building the song off of, mm-hmm. but it's just yeah. some idea I had in my head. Yeah. You say so you're more idea than, like, life-based things? Yeah. Like, do you ever talk about your life in yeah. songs? Yeah. Because I know I keep on talking about Passenger and Ed Sheeran because I just think, like, songwriting-wise, like, lyrics-wise, yeah. like, for the... I think they're, they're really... Like, I know... I think one of Passenger's, like, most powerful songs is this song called, like, Traveling Alone. Okay. And it's about, like, this one guy he just met. And then he said, like, this guy went to 
booked like a flight like this whole vacation and then right before the vacation like his wife died and then like and then he said he just went back to his room and then wrote the song just wrote it and then and then and then he said like at the second half and then he said he had the song complete and then he goes to like this other pub like while he's just, this is all when he's busking like yeah. going around the world like on his just in his car just in Europe just busking yeah. doing all this stuff just playing for five people and then he and he said he met this one lady who was like extremely angry and sad and like crying because like his boyfriend her boyfriend of like how many years like uh yeah like left her and then it's like and then he then he made the second part of the song That's and he's like now he has one of the biggest songs yeah and then yeah I don't know I do think it's I don't know I just I like I do like a lot of songs that have like pure stories and yeah. lyrics behind it but some songs do like you listen to some songs you're like I don't know what the fuck they're saying it just sounds awesome yeah definitely there's some songs that are like that and then some songs that are like that and you have to figure out what, what is actually behind yeah. it but like one song that we wrote Bigfoot Stole My Camera we were at this concert and we're sitting in line right and so there's this, just this dude that's talking to everyone and he's like super ecstatic and he comes over and talks to us and he's like just having a chat just like oh where are you guys from because the line was like big and we're like oh we're from San Jose how about you he's like oh, I'm from like up north Washington Oregon but I live in Pleasanton sometimes like I'm here I saw this band a while ago like they helped me out with this one thing on this show called Chasing Bigfoot Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, 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 my best friend is the guy on chasing Bigfoot or finding Bigfoot. Your and best friend? No, the, oh, the guy. Okay. We're <laughs> and so we're like, what the hell? And it's like, this is the weirdest, greatest person we've yeah. ever seen. And so he's going on about Bigfoot and all this stuff, and like, he gave us like a pin or something. Mm-hmm. And then like, he was telling the stories like, yeah, my buddy like actually saw Bigfoot, and then he's like, like he was like, he on a lot of drugs. No, like this, <laughs> this guy just like believes in Bigfoot, right? And so we're, like, mesmerized by this dude, and he's like, yeah, dude, like, telling us the whole story, and then he's like, but the, the shitty thing was, like, he, there, he was there with the camera, and then, like, he dropped it or something, and Bigfoot stole his camera, and then we're like, dude, like, that is the most cliche thing ever in our heads, we're all, like, we're all sitting there just yeah, enjoying this, story, this guy, yeah. and then, like, he's such a sweet dude, and he's so genuine, and he's just talking about this, and then so we're like, oh my god, like, we need to make that a song. <laughs> and so we went home, and, like, the next day, and we're like, all right, dude, like, Bigfoot stole my camera. That, that's, like, going to be a song. And we wrote our song like that. And, and people are always like, dude, what the hell is that song about? And then we're like, well, there's this crazy guy that we mm-hmm. met named Tom that was in the line yeah. at the show. And, and like, but the thing was, like, we became friends with that guy. And, <laughs> and we saw him at a couple other shows where the same band played. And, like, we're friends with him. And you get the guy who saw Bigfoot on my podcast. Yeah. No, I know, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, we, like, we all are, are, this is, like, the most cliche bullshit story. Mm -hmm. So, we, it was just funny, so. But it was, like, all a moment that we all had, and it was, like, a good time we were at. Was this on your, is this on the first record? First record. Yeah. I probably listened to it. So, yeah, I mean, people like it. It's a cool song. Some, it's fun to play. What's the biggest song you've had? I think Cannonball Long. Cannonball Long was like the one that people would sing back, and then like, the, dude, the first time. Did you play that? Do you play that live acoustically? Yeah. No, we play that one uh, as a full band. Okay. And so that's the Is whole it, thing. Well, how do you approach that song from like an acoustic song to a? Um, well, it was originally a full band song, and then Keegan was just like, "Hey, dude, like, I recorded it. It sounds pretty cool. Like, let's put." Was it on he that. playing it? Was he playing guitar on it? Yeah. No, you? I. So he played guitar on the acoustic <laughs> one. 
Because so he, Keegan, the weird thing is like, he was sophomore year ensemble guitar top of like, top guitar in San Teresa, which is like yeah. He was like the sixth sophomore to be in guitar ensemble. Okay. So like that's a big thing. Like he's really good, except he plays bass. But he also like, I mean him differing guitar so much. He's a good bassist. Yeah, he's so good at bass. He's a good and like he's really. He's really good at guitar as well. It's yeah. just weird, and so like he just plays guitar on some things, and then like, yeah, and he just recorded that one day because he has a mic, and then we're like, yeah, dude, let's put it on, mm-hmm. and then, but that song was like where people first sung the lyrics back and like people that like I don't even know like yeah. just people that came to the show we're, yeah. just, like, we're just sitting there like yeah because oh, you do listen to your album and I do think every time you hear a change in the like tone in your guys' like meaning of a song like what was the, what is the song about? <laughs> what? Cannonball Can Along I wasn't even I was so like met there's so I was so obsessed with the first like fifteen seconds. Yeah. And then like there's this bridge like where you guys are kinda climbing. Yeah. At like like a minute thirty in. I kept on listening to those two parts and like, yeah. cutting out everything else. Because I thought though again, that whole thing where he's just you guys are sounding like cake. It's like this is this is what So I Do you guys try oh my god, I have Patrick, so many questions. Do you think do you guys try to be other bands at all? Like do you guys so have for the second album we totally did. We like we were so there's this genre called shoegaze, and it's like grunge and dream pop combined, mm-hmm. and so it's this slow, really major seven type chords, mm-hmm. and like that's the whole second album and that sound, and like we were totally just like we all really liked it, so we're like oh let's make something like this, yeah, and then end up sounding like crap, like we yeah. go back to it and like there's like three good songs off the album, yeah, but but you think it's first, it's it, but that helped you guys, it yeah, it. It, it helped us be like all right. We, we really can't, can't force anything. We can't do that. Like, we need to just be, like, what we want to make. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the first album was, like, so much experimental stuff, because here we are with just, like, a computer, and we get to record it and see what happens. And so... Your every, first album was, would you just record it on your guys' computer, or yeah, what did you guys do? we just recorded on the computer. So, Patrick, like, does electronic music, uh-huh. so he had some idea of, like, how to mix mm-hmm. stuff, and so me and him... What were you using as a mic? Uh, I had crappy one I or? had four a four track interface. Okay. And so. I so you guys actually had some equipment. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I so, I was listening to some, uh, band that I just looked through you guys are like followers to see like some other yeah. bands that follow you and you've toured with, that I like played shows with, and like your guys' sound of like the quality of like the, these other bands so much, so much higher. Well, so the first two albums were recorded on just four mics at a time. So the. Usually, like, now I'm recording, like, up to nine mics at once. So, okay. like, on just drums, on one piece, like, drums. And then, like, before, it was, like, four. It was, like, two overheads, mic kick. Or kick, and um, a snare mic. And, like, sure, that works, but also I didn't know what I was doing. Neither did We didn't really know what we were doing with mixing yeah. real sounds. So it didn't end up sounding good. But, like, if... It if sounded we, raw. It does. Sound I liked it. Well. I, I like. I, it sounds. It sounds like cool though. It's there's something mixed. Like yeah. <laughs> we didn't know. What, but there's. Many... But you understand. There's like something to that. Like early white stripes yeah, stuff. Yeah. Where it's like they didn't have. Like, Jack White was probably recording on some fucking like thing. Yeah. yeah. And then like there's this. There's this. Oh, like again. You have to watch him. I get loud. Where he's recording like his first. Uh, where Jack White used to just record. On this one. Uh, 
don't remember what Tape, it was. Tape machine? Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, put that into a digital format, and that's what we're using. Yeah. And that, and that first time. Do you want to hear some? Do you want to see something hella funny? Yeah. Did I have any idea? You want to see like the best two guitars ever be mesmerized? Yes. <laughs> Keep a straight video. Yeah. No, but do you play slide at all? I do. I, I tried. Yeah. And then like, well, I never like got into it because none of my bands use it or like mm-hmm. ever used it. But it's really hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Like he has a, he has like this one's interesting too. How he one song that uh, I was kind how of we got like the idea of the song. Where where did that come from? Where did that that rhythm and that feel? Well, the the um. It originated this guitar is from so cool. playing around on the tuning that I've been using quite a bit, and um, it's called they call it Dad Dad, okay? It, and it's uh, sounds like it's pretty similar to like a, a, a sitar tuning yeah, yeah. actually. But um, I, I'd um, I've been playing around on this quite a lot, and. Uh, it just so happened that I, there was this song that I had called Swan Song, believe it or not, and it was all these parts and intricate guitar parts. And right at the very end of it, I had this, I had this thing which went like this. <laughs> And I thought well, we were doing some rehearsals. Well, we were making an album actually with Led Zeppelin, and um, John Bonham was there. And the others, I don't know where they, they were, they weren't actually at the houses at Headley Grange. And I said, I've got this riff. So now I turned it round, yeah. starting with the first bit first. Right, yeah, yeah. And he lays the, uh, and he lays on the rhythm on it. So it sort of goes like this. like that compliment it perfectly oh yeah uh, and dude I, that just made me think of um, John Mayer's like that he's like insanely good oh he's such an underrated like guitarist yeah cause his, well, but his music's kind of like he uh, doesn't make music that is around his guitar cause he so. just played not too long ago here I think like yeah. two days ago Oh, 
think this is one of the coolest like tones of any. His 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 K guitar. He got he traded something for it when he was really yeah. really really young. It wasn't isn't it from like the forties or something? Yeah, it's some it's, it was like a throwaway guitar yeah. and he just kept it. He's always played it. And you see him play like the Grammys or like something live and he's just sweating into the cardboard. And it's like there's tone that comes with that. Yeah. No, but there's one cool part where um where they're playing well, the slide. Yeah. And it's such like a heavy Like the slide part, like this is the slide guitar. It's so hard to make it sound good. Because you have to like connect perfectly. Yeah. Like I've been doing it a little bit. I bought a glass one just not, and I found it a little easier. So I think I broke the glass one that I bought like yeah. within the day. So I bought a copper one. But I got back into it because I was, because uh, I started. Cause I wanted to play something before I played guitar, so I bought a ukulele. Yeah. And then I still have it there. It's like not that bad. It's like sixty dollars, but like, like that's such an easy instrument. It is. It's like three chords. It is, it is really easy. And then um, yeah. There's a total concentration on on, on music and creativity. Have you ever seen the Edge's rig? And writing. Dude, you'll love it. It's like seventy-five pedals. Oh my gosh. So you should just watch this movie. It'll, like it'll influence you. Pushing the boundaries. These are just the main clips, but like they go yeah. behind Guitar under like six thousand dollars. <laughs> I know. Like that. That, that uh, thing is that. That's probably fifty-eight, right? Yeah. No. Like that's probably that's probably like ten thousand dollars. No, just no, because yeah, he touched it's over, it. It's over that, dude. It's like if that's a nineteen fifty-eight Gibson Les Paul, that's like hundred. No, well, that's not a Les Paul. Oh, he's not playing. He's Les playing. Paul he's, playing a, he's playing a hollow body on this one. Oh shit. Uh, oh yeah, it is. That's a three thirty-five. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, and the Edge always plays like five thousand dollars Gretches. Yeah. Jack White's guitar is like retail. <laughs> like if you bought that thing in retail, like back in the day, like twelve cents. Yeah, I know. In like the forties. But what's your what's your dream like? Okay, yeah, back to that. Your dream, uh, that, and then we'll finish on your dream like rig kind of. <laughs> dream rig. Well, no, do the like your. Well, okay. what we've been trying to do for like an hour. <laughs> Honestly, any any sort of living that. Uh, like in just enough to live in a crappy apartment, pay my bills, and play music slash yeah. make record music whatever yeah. anything like that I'd be happy. Yeah. I'd be so happy with that, and like. You don't want like any I, fame I from it or anything. I mean, you don't care. I mean, cool, it'd be cool, but honestly, like it just my main goal it. is to just 
live off of it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be lived comfortably or lavishly. You just want some food. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, like, if I'm playing shows and touring, like, I'm living in a bus, I don't care, dude. Like, I'm playing music. It's That's the best part. Do you see it in your... Do you see that same vision more in your in your new band? I do, because this is the first band that, like, is legit talking about a tour. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. about a tour right you now. You never really got to that well. Like, I I could have booked us a tour, like, but it's just like, oh, I can't, like, I have water polo on these days, or mm-hmm. I have work, or... And that's or, not even against them. No, it's, just it's not. Like it's they not at all. Thing. Like, and also, if they're not really down for it, like, that's totally... Because it's not, like, a comfortable thing to go... Yeah drive 800 miles to go play a show for 100 bucks yeah. or whatever. But you do that in like a I, heartbeat. I would do that in a heartbeat because I'd spend money to go on a tour yeah. just because it'd be so much fun because that's like what I want to do. And, the, and you've seen the same thing with the new band. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's ho- that's hopeful and like, honestly, I'm not making money with music rec- like on the, as a band part, really. But if I'm making music as recording and mm-hmm. I'm doing both, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even care. Like, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, both are fun. And yeah. It's great. And honestly, like, what I'm doing now is, like, I'm spending all my money now, so I have a nice rig for later. Yeah. But it's a lot harder to be, like, living on your own and then dish out $1,000 on the While you're guitar. still living, like, yeah. in your parents' house. Yeah, so, like, while I'm I'm at the point where I don't have to pay rent, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not paying rent so I can just dish out money easier yeah. and make it back. Are you, trying to, are you trying to stay in San Jose right after college and stuff, or? <sighs> I don't know. Or are you trying to go somewhere with a bigger music scene? Honestly, kind of? San Francisco, LA, either... I, I don't know where I want to go for college. It, I mean, it's a year away. Well, are you trying to still... Are you going to try to, like, attend, like, a four-year college? Yeah. Or are you yeah, going to yeah. try to, like, just I, go straight into, like, music? Because I knew some people I've talked to about music. Like, yeah, I'm I not need, really going to school. I'm just going to try to do this thing. I need a, I need a fallback plan. Yeah. I, like, I'm going to go... Is there stuff that interests you other than music? Business, politics. Yeah. Because, like, for me, when I was in football, like, the, one of the main reasons... Well, the main reason I quit is because I started understanding head trauma. Oh, but, um, uh, but I was so interested in so many other things. Yeah. Like, I wanted, I wanted to do my... I was so angry when I was playing football because I could never do my podcast, you know? Yeah. Like, I could never start it. Because, yeah. like, I go from school till 1 and then... No, till, like, 11, but, like, the only school that I could, like, get... Lo- like get like recruited at was a school like in Santa Cruz so I'd yeah. go to Santa Cruz every morning at like 6 go to class till 10 wait till 2 to go to football because I'm not going to drive home and go back and then from like 2 to like set and then I get home at like 8.30 I'm like fuck I have to do that again tomorrow that's that's kind of and like I loved it. I there's times I loved it when I was dressed football, but like yeah, I started. I wanted to do my degree. I love I love doing nutritional sciences. I love doing public health. Cool. Like that stuff's like what I want to do yeah. with my life. And there's so much stuff like football is gonna. And I I gave it my shot, you know. Yeah. And I understood yeah. what level I was gonna get to. And it's like yeah, I understand that I there's sometimes like, phys- at a physical level. Uh, where it was very similar like you want your mind to do the thing that your hand's doing be yeah. coordinated my, my always thing I was talking with Sahan I could never get my body to do what my brain wanted to do yeah. and that's what kind of held me back and and I was like you know what it's not there's some people there's some people that that's what they that's what they're born to do <laughs> yeah. and I could go play I could go play pay money to go play at like a division one college it's like it's not worth it to me yeah. but I yeah. can come home do this thing that I like to do yeah. And then study more. And then there's... Because there's stuff you do learn during, like... I feel in college, too, you'll notice there's classes you actually want to take. And exactly. you take them, and it's exactly. like, this is That's great. awesome. Yeah. And then, dude, like, even if you end up at, like, a community college, like... Yeah. Dude, 
My two years, so my, my my year, my two years are gonna cost me thirty two eighty. Three thousand two hundred eighty dollars for a community college. Yeah, and I I did pay. I technically just took this year off because I was doing like this thing where I wasn't playing in games. I was just practicing, okay. and so I had to be a part time. To not so so I ended up basically taking a year off, and then but like I think in that year off I realized what I wanted That's to do good. way That's more, good. and then um. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, even if you just take a year where it's like, you fucking go after music. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i doing that now. Like, yeah. I, I, I grind pretty hard. Yeah. And, like... Like, once you get home from school, is it just, like, straight music? Dude, my garage is, like, a, a paradise. Like, yeah. you go in... I have my guitars on my walls in my room, for one. I have stereos in my room. I have CDs in my room. I have vinyl in the garage. I have vinyl yeah. playing in the garage. Yeah. I have my computer with all my... All the... Are you collecting vinyls right now? Or yeah, so I've, I've started doing that just because, like... Do you collect newer stuff or old stuff? Newer stuff. Yeah. You, you know, got to hear some, like... I'll play you some stuff when we I go have, down. I have, like, Pink Floyd on, on vinyl. And Is it new? Like no, it's, it's yeah. old. Yeah. So, I mean, I still love old records, and I will yeah. buy them if I see them, but yeah. right now it's more like... Well, the thing about San Jose, you're not going to find much. Yeah. So you can go to, like, Rasputin Music. Rasputin's great. But the thing about Rasputin, they have newer stuff. It costs, like, $25. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. I'll go to, like... Some place in Monterey where it's like they have the Rasputin, like you know the one of you saw yeah. Diary of the Madman. It's at four dollars at Rasputin. Someone bought that from Rasputin probably like fifteen to twenty years ago, and then now I'm buying it from this record shop for like a dollar fifty. Yeah. Like there's some places in Monterey you can go. Some places in like not Sunnyvale. Uh, there's like Sacramento. Yeah. There's like people. So I go to some people's houses. Yeah, dude. I tell my mom I'm not going. Like I'm going to like oh hang out with a friend. But I'll drive to some people. That's like funny. they have a garage of vinyls. Yeah. Pick out like fifteen. Dude, trade them yeah. some. Like I had some like old old Disney ones, and I was like, do you want them? And I was like, yeah, I traded them. I traded like ten. I got I got some old like Bob Dylan ones. That's cool. Yeah. No, but there's something about Fine. like I'll play you. I have a early Beatles one from like 1961. Yeah, oh and it God. sounds That's like crazy. like you can hear it like yeah. and you can feel how like feel how light light it is. But yeah, basically what I've started doing is like if there's a band that I'm seeing that I really like that has a vinyl, I'm I'm gonna buy it. Like there. Like, yeah, like that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. And then once once I have I feel like, how like this is like the original. Oh, that's. <laughs> I feel how light this is. It's not even. Dude. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it's not even when they're in Apple Music. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. this is like the original, original, original. There's one more. And the thing... Like, I finally, I finally got uh, Sgt. Pepper. Yeah. Uh, it's... I don't know where it is. So many. This is still my favorite album ever. Yeah, There's something yeah. about, like, this album cover, Highway to Hell, that it's like... It's just so badass. Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, there's, yeah. Even, like, because I do have some new stuff. Like, I have this, this national record that's pretty cool. But, like, you can just, like, you feel it. It's like, oh, you, don't you, don't even have to you don't even have to, like, uh, okay. you don't have to put it back in. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. But your dream is basically just, just keep on doing it. Yeah, honestly, you can do it. And if, so, like, I, the thing, like, music college isn't really... 
one an option because I, I can't read I can't read music. You can't. <laughs> no, I can't. Like I, I, I still can't. Like I haven't ever learned it. But I mean, I've gotten. Do you want to learn it? Yeah, I, I kind of need to. But like, I'm going to. Like, I'm. Kinda... Do you, Do you need to for like your band or? No, what do you not think? at all. Not at all. I just like to have. Honestly, it'd be uh-huh. a good skill to have. Uh, but like music school, I think you can like kind of need to sight read really well mm-hmm. to just get in, no matter how good you are. Like. But I don't know, like, I'm 17, and I'm, I have a sponsorship, like that, I, like, I walked into a guitar store with my, with the shirt, the moniker yeah. guitar shirt, and he's like, oh, dude, like, nice, nice shirt, I'm like, I didn't know what shirt I was wearing, I yeah. look down, I'm like, oh, thanks, like, yeah, I just, and he's like, I almost bought one, I'm like, oh, dude, I just, mine just came in, I got a sponsorship, actually, he's like, he's like the <laughs> clerk, and he's like, what the, f- who are you, I'm like, oh, well, like, <laughs> I do this, he's like, I don't, holy shit, <laughs> it, was yeah. just, it was just like a, I got back to my car. I was like, "This sat there. I was like, holy, like... Someone knows me. Yeah, I'm like, not, not even that. I'm just famous like, in his mind. No, not even, no, not even that. It was like, like, because before it was like the sponsorship, like, I hadn't gotten on the website yet. I hadn't taken my photos yet. I just had the guitar. Mm. And so, like, I wasn't even Wait, sure. Wait, so they gave you that guitar for free, right? No, no, no. no. Oh. I got it. So it's an $1,800 guitar. Uh-huh. And I got it 30% off. I got $700 off. It was $1,100 shipped, tax-free. Custom case, custom made. Custom wood, custom made, everything. handcrafted custom design, in Austin. Yeah, for $1,100. Those are the like, best ones because it's like hand, yeah. handcrafted. Like, even though I love that guitar, I know that made was like, that was made in China. Yeah, but it's, like, it's still But made. the good thing about the Epiphone, the newer, newer Epiphone ones, is that they're put to, every part is now made in China, but, but they're put together made. now. And, yeah. so, like, and I know that's, I mean, the, the parts are still like, because it has Grover, it has Grover tuners. It has yeah. It has a good the the Bigsby's quality. That's why yeah. I bought it. Yeah. Like to be honest, I love two hundred dollars. Right yeah, and then the p the pickups. I want to get them. I want to get newer ones because I want. They have this one P ninety one. I want to get for the, uh, bridge pickup. Yeah, it's really twangy, and I want that, because I like that hollow like another brick in the wall guitar solo. Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Because I still think my favorite tone ever is that like bubbly Stevie Ray Vaughan like yeah, cranked Marshall where you can like hear the tubes oh yeah it. that's a strap for sure though yeah that, that's the little like that, that Jimi Hendrix Eric Clapton yeah you understand that like that bubbly circle exactly tone what you're talking about yeah. yeah there's like a roundness to it yeah and you can only get that I feel from like a cranked uh, Marshall and a, and a it's honestly like a strap and a net pickup with a, like a Marshall mm-hmm. or um or like a, a honestly a Fender Reverb Twin Reverb can give you yeah. pretty Because I had so when I had my Strat, well my brother had a um, what are the God why blank I Telecaster with yeah. no with no neck pickup Esquire Fender what was it Have you ever seen those n- n- oh, It's yeah. a it's a Telecaster with no neck pickup Really That's really weird And then um, or is it no bridge pickup Let me see Telecaster I think it's a Fender Esquire Okay Fender Esquire. But yeah, that, I agree. That tone is Steve Ray Vaughan's tone, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton. <laughs> it was like this. Uh, oh yeah, it was exactly like this one. Like that. And then so yeah, but and then he was playing it through like this old. How old is this? This is like. This That's probably, like, an older one. This is, like, yeah. And then, so my brother just had, like, a Mexican-made one, uh, but he cut, he just, he just scissored off the pickup. Oh, 
And then, um, and then it sounded cool. Like yeah. it sounded cool. And then I had the uh, and he had the maple in the neck. Yeah. And then, dude, I love the maple neck. The neck's great. Like there's something like if that wasn't a maple neck, dude, like the thing with maple necks is like I don't know. If, but the me? white white on white strap with oh, a, with maple yeah. neck is the coolest thing. Yeah. With the with maple neck, so much gunk shows. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think you even have anything on this. Yeah. No, your your neck's pretty clean, but yeah. like. I I didn't even get that guitar. I haven't had that guitar for that long. Yeah. So like after like honestly a few months, not even a few months, like a month and a half of me playing, like gunk starts to show up. Yeah. And like. But it's my, part of the guitar. Yeah. I I mean it's it's gnarly. Cause like I think I was playing my ukulele a lot, and there started getting yeah. stuff on there. And it's definitely partially because I'm like sweating so hard yeah. when I play. But I know there's stuff like yeah. If you look at this, exactly. Like yeah. So imagine that on a yeah. There's maple a lot neck. of maple neck. Sure. Yeah. So you like clean it more. Yeah. But yeah, maple necks are great. Yeah. No, those are the. This, I. What is the? What is what is that one called? What is that? Uh, rosewood. Yeah, rosewood. Or ebony, if it's. Yeah. So I had like your strat basically the I same the color rosewood, yeah. with the rosewood. That's what I had as well. But I always wanted to get it. I always maple wanted to get a maple I know, neck. Dude, I wanted a maple neck as well. But that was the used one. That's what they had. So no, they're, they're, even the Mexican-made guitars are getting more high quality. Yeah, now. they are. Like they're I'm really thinking nice. about in like next year when there's a like a sale or something at a Guitar Center because they usually have like a twenty five percent off sale. Like, yeah. During one of the July fourth. Musician's friend has a twenty percent off right now. Oh really? Yes. Yeah, and then so I was gonna get like I was thinking about every like two years maybe get I want to get an acoustic next year but I always wanted to just get like a white. Even like getting like a white, white Mexican strap yeah. with like, yeah, my friend has one of those. I almost bought that as well, and then I found that one. But yeah, strats are nice. What well, What were you gonna get if you didn't run so, up that one page? So, I wasn't gonna buy a guitar actually. Oh, really? I was just looking for fun, and then like here was this giant opportunity I had. Did you just buy it with your own money? Yeah, I just, just straight up bought it. Like, all the things I buy now are like just what I spend my money on like I just go out and like do I want to spend $300 on a pedal today and then like well I'm making 500 next week yeah so maybe <laughs> or so like you, you're just like you have such tunnel vision of just like I want like yeah the, the, my tone yeah are well, you going after a certain tone or are you trying to like have every tone it's it's a lot partially having the option because I want to have very like variability for the studio and bands come up with it but like, you yourself yeah, like, I just helped my friend, like, Ben, like, he just bought an amp, like, I just helped him guide, like, dude, like, like you need to get this, 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 like, being a total tone nerd, like, getting all the pedals set up for him, like, here's what you're going to want to sound like, or, like, show me the sound you want, and I'm like, I'll show you the gear, and, like, I honestly should be, like, working on the music store, <laughs> Yeah, I get, like, pin But, they, but you think that would just take away from some time? Honestly, I don't like, know. Like, I work I, a retail thing. Like, I just pick up stuff at some store. Yeah. Like, say someone orders something online. I just work in, like, the back of, like, a way yeah. I work on, like, a phone. But it's cool because it's, like, really early in the morning. So, I work, like, I got work today at, like, 11, but I work seven yeah. hours. Um, Damn. But, uh... Yeah. No, I mean, I, I have a job Like, right I just now. use, like, like, that. I feel like, say, if you use, like, that money, you just go straight. Straight. Like, once you got your $700 paycheck... There's always something else... Gone by... by, Like, you get on Thursday, gone by Saturday. Uh, Okay, not always, but, like, if I have something I really want, like, the next thing I want is either this um, microphone I've wanted for, like, almost, like, a year. Like, Mm -hmm. just... It's so nice, and it's, it's like, 400 bucks. But it's, like, nothing crazy for what's out there, but... I also want, like, a new delay pedal, because my delay pedal is $40. 
but you have like, a loop? No, I don't have a loop. I, I kind of want one. See, there's always like a little thing I want. Yeah. I, I also want a new cabinet because my speakers that are in my guitar cabinet aren't that great. That's so. like my what 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 I want is like is like, like I just like I found my guitar. Yeah. Like I would honestly have this guitar for like twenty. There's something about that guitar. If I could have that in like an American white strap, and then but I just want and then I I just want like a one of those like there's like these eight hundred dollar the yellow the yellow Fender uh, amps I was playing through. Oh yeah, the the deluxe. Or yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of blues to veil or something like that. Yeah, and because you can kind of get that Hendrix-ish tone. Yeah. And then, so I want one of those, and I just want a loop pedal. Yeah. And I and I just want, and you can still play acoustic through that uh, amp. So I just want like an uh, electric acoustic yeah. arm. Dude, you should try out the Fender Cordana. Like that's if I'm gonna buy any guitar next, like that's what I'm getting. What is it? It's a semi-hollow Fender made, but it's a semi-hollow, so it's like nothing that it was an old. Um, design that they had like back in the 60s or 70s that they cut out and they just recently brought it back and my friend like that was from LA was up here playing a show with us and he's like dude I kind of want to buy a guitar and so we just went to a guitar shop and we're like alright let's, let's fucking look and see what we got and then he pulls out this Fender Cardano I'm like what is that and he's like dude you ever heard of these like all the indie guys play it in, in, yeah. in LA I'm like I've never seen this like and, I, and he's like playing on it sounds really cool I'm like let me try. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god! Like, if yeah. you don't buy this today, like, I don't know. Did what you get you it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was that or an SG. So like, he was on like, I guess he was looking for something. Specific. How much was it? Six hundred ninety nine dollars. But it drops on sale like every once in a while. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like. Is it Mexican off. made? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's not American made, but I don't think there's even an American version. Oh really? But it it played like one of the best guitars I've ever felt. Yeah. And it's a unique sound, and it's like, if I'm gonna buy another guitar, like that's gonna be it, or. What's like, your favorite sound? Like how the guitars have. I I love a, a like a semi hollow, on the neck, through like a driven Fender, like mm. the classic blues sound. Mm. But I also like. So okay. Any you, like musician specifically? Yeah. Um. Do you know the story so far? There. So there's this pop punk band. I but think I've heard like lead, uh, you know when you see like the yeah. related artists. I think yeah. I've seen that. They're they're like and this is like not even like a guitar tone, but the lead guitarist's tone on a couple songs are like the spongiest. Yeah. Broken up and it sounds amazing. Like that's a really good guitar tone. Um, I don't know. Like I like the tone I have a lot. I mean I've invested a lot of money on my tone. Like, but you think you're still developing it? Yeah, like it's still never gonna be finished. It's never gonna be finished, honestly. Like you can always upgrade yeah. a single thing. You can always upgrade one more thing. Well, I think my favorite tone is like third, fourth album, John Frusciani, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like that. That's just, that's a great tone. Yeah, it's like it's like a little distortion, but like when you play like the lower strings, it sounds clean. But like you can like add the yeah. your stuff on top. Like I love that. Obviously, like the Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then. Obviously, like metal wise, like the Randy Rhodes, where it's like it's singing. You like Randy Rhodes, Kirk Hammett, kind of like this yeah, kind of singing yeah, yeah. thing. Where and then and and then like the, I remember there was that. Do you ever like go to like Guitar Center sh showcase and there's just somebody like this old guy playing? Yes. And he's just God. I love a jazz tone. Like mm -hmm. I love. If you ever listen to Julian Lage, he's this crazy guy. He has a great guitar tone. Like that's mm -hmm. unbelievable clean tone. Yeah, but I saw this guy playing this like. 
$6,000, like, um, uh, PRS. Like, if I didn't get that guitar, I was going to get a PRS SEC yeah, Antenna. Yeah, those are cool. And then, uh, we're on, we're on the same price. And then, dude, it was like a 5000 and he was playing it through, like, the, one of these orange amps. It was, you know those orange, the small orange heads, yeah, like the really yeah. small ones? Yes. He's playing through that. But he had, like, on a Marshall cabinet. So it was, yeah. like... And he it cranked it. And you know those people play like overly loud at like yeah. guitar shops that you know like, it was him. He turned down. It was overly loud. But it was but good. like people were like watching him play. That's great. And like what you're talking about like earlier with the timing, like like it was like this metal, but it was like on this clean tone. That's great. Like clean like again, like that kind of distorted tone. But he was like destroying it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I should just you should just come over and like plug in the way in. Yeah. You know, so a Marshall with a boost pedal and a Strat yeah. is pretty close to what the... What's uh, your favorite brand of... Did you, like, do you go after one brand of pedals? JHS makes really good pedals. TC makes really great pedals. Electro-Homonics makes really good pedals. Do you, that, 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 do you, have, a, do you have a fuzz pedal? <laughs> I, I have a, I have a, um, a Poco rap pedal. Yeah. Which is pretty close to a fuzz. Yeah. And they never use it. <laughs> it sucks. Like, it's really cool, but it's such a specific sound. Like, I would never use yeah. it in a real yeah. sense. I used to have one. My favorite. The big one? Yeah. Yeah. That thing is crazy. <laughs> My favorite, dude, I have like this old YouTube video of me doing it that and. Dude, I don't remember what the other thing was. No. It was a Ibanez Tube Screamer. Yeah. And it, no, 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 what's the circle fuzz pedal? The, um, the fuzz one, face. Yeah, yeah, a fuzz face and electric harmonic, uh, the Big Ma. Oh and like, dude, That's I had like so 150,000 views on it. It was like this review. Me and my brother were like, nine. <laughs> and people in the comment were like, dude, you guys, video sucks. Like, what is like this recording on it? And then I was like, and it's like, dude, we're recording on like my mom's like shitty iPhone 3. That's so funny. <laughs> But people awesome. still like like I'll look at it like once every like year and people are like dude sometimes just like it, it it's so funny like looking back oh on it. But like I have you ever seen the OCD um have you seen o, the OCD pedals? Yeah, yeah, the OCD overdrive. Yeah, like that's, that's really such a good one. Yeah, it's expensive. It is. But you're not really going after that tone. Yeah. Well, I could use that. That's actually like something I could actually use, but. Honestly, I have a TC Spark, which is Mini Spark, and it's um, it's a boost pedal, but it pushes the amp, which is already on edge because it's a 15 watt, and so the clean channel on my Marshall is like just about to break up. Like if I turn the gain just slightly more, yeah. it'd be like just like old Blood Zeppelin yeah. tone, right? And then the boost pedal pedal like pushes that just slightly more over the edge, but it's controllable to where. Depending on how hard you play, it's clean or it's like distorted. Okay. And so like that's one of the best pedals I ever used. And like I was on the verge of buying it, and it was like forty five dollars, and it's and it was just like a single knob. And I was like talking to my friend. He's like, dude, like really, are you gonna use a boost pedal? I'm like, you know, like I know I actually am gonna use that for one song. Like yeah. thinking in my head for a four black walk song where I needed a boost pedal, and then I I plug it in. I'm like, oh my god. Like this needs to be on almost all yeah, the time. Yeah, and, yeah. It's yeah. it's really nice. My dream. I just want, I just want like a two station loop thing. Yeah. And then I just want an OCD. Yeah. And I I used to have like, dude, sold all my. I had like this Union Jack Vox Wah pedal, and then 
like crazy, dude. You can't sell gear. Because yeah, but like I, but you have to. I I stopped playing for God, true. three years, and then um, yeah. like tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, I didn't touch a guitar. Yeah, and then even more, but you know, I just saw literally it was just, like I remember I sold my tube screen for like seventy bucks. Sold like everything. Just got rid of. It. My brother sold all our stuff. Like we didn't want to play anything, and he just kept and. But, like, the thing about my brother, like, I stopped, but he, he always kept one. He always kept his acoustic, so, like, he always, like, honing his skills. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a really good acoustic guitar player. That's something I never really got into. Yeah. It was acoustic guitar. Yeah. I have one. I have a Takamini. It was, like, 250 bucks. Yeah, but, like, his Martin. Yeah, like, like Martin sings. Like, those are beautiful, like... But you still get craftsmanship. Like, yeah, like even the Mexican one he has, like you still have to keep it in like some sort of humidity, and like yeah. all this stuff. They're like, yeah. I every time I go, I always try to play the acoustic guitars. I don't fuck around with like the two hundred dollar. I play like a five thousand dollar Gibson once. <laughs> Dude, those are like basically electric guitar with just louder. Yeah, no, those are so loud. Yeah. Like you, but it makes like a G chord sound like amazing, beautiful. Yeah, like, you can make like, anybody. <laughs> yeah. We are fucking... Should we call it? Three hours. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> two hours and 40, 52 ah, minutes. Jeez. It's easy, though. You just talk. Yeah, dude. And guitar is something easy to talk about. Yeah. I'll just show you some of the All right, yeah. stuff. All right. You can say bye to the people. Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.